0: and welcome back to quiver the green arrow podcast for the 10th episode of season 8 fade out uh directed by James Bamford and written by Mark Guggenheim and Beth Schwartz uh, I am one of your hosts for I am your host for the final time Michael Cohen
1: <laughs> and I'm your other host Amanda Konkin, hopefully not for the final time hopefully not for the final time but uh yeah but like this is this, this is it. it this is it this is our fade out, yeah. our farewell, our what have you, our last quiver. We've the, been doing this for a long time, everybody.
0: Yeah, for eight years, it's, basically. It's, it's
1: been a ride.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ups and downs. Uh, it's a, This has been a roller coaster ride, but like a really, really bad roller coaster where it was like right at the beginning. It just like it actually started at the top. Like, you get on the roller coaster. This is one thing I've never understood about roller Why coasters. Why don't you get right? on at the top? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, right? Yeah. Why like, do they it,
1: make you go up?
0: <laughs> um, actually, the I, I, uh, California Screamin', uh, which I think is it's the Incredicoaster now, uh, California Adventure in Disneyland, they... They fixed that. So instead of it like slowly going up, they like rocket you out of the thing and you're just like right into the roller coaster. So there's none of like that slow part. And that's what the first season of Arrow was like, (laughs) where we were like, we're like, yeah, okay, come on. This is going to be like a like a crappy Batman begins version of Smallville. And then like the first episode we were like, wait a second, is this is this really good?
1: I mean, I feel like we're looking back at it with rose colored glasses because we asked that for at least seven episodes. Where we're like, is this good or is this bad? Well no, but
0: that's <laughs> the that was the thing is that like we went through the first like, I think five episodes really of going like if they're if this is setting things up, then I think this show might actually be really good. Yeah. And then once we started seeing that, like, oh, that stuff is actually paying off. It was like, oh, oh, this show's actually awesome. Yeah. Um, and those first two seasons were incredible, um, right up to, uh, to the end of season two, um, and then we came back in season three, and in the first episode, they killed my favorite character. And mm-hmm. just ceremoniously, like, pushed her off of a building. Um oh, Such a bummer. <laughs> uh, and and then, you never
1: recovered. And then and recovered it, it,
0: I don't think the show never really recovered from there, even when they were like, don't worry, guys, don't worry. We brought her back to life. Like, it's honestly, it's a pattern on the show <laughs> of, like, they kill a black canary and then they're like, don't worry, don't worry. We'll bring her back. <laughs> They
1: killed the canary every every season. Yeah. Um. Um, So, I we're gonna talk with rose-colored glasses. I think through the whole episode. But I will. I do have to say, if it was another show, if I was a different person, I would be real upset that nobody died on the series. Like, what? (laughs) Why did everybody just like get to live?
0: (laughs) Oh, like because like at the the end. At the end,
1: like come on, I hate that as a narrative arc on anything else but the only reason I'm okay with this is yeah. because like a-, a world where Paul Blackthorn exists is better than a world where he doesn't uh,
0: so. look I I mean I think that if you've been reading comics particularly DC comics uh Who DC do you think and Marvel really uh, no but like I like th- there's a the I, I guess you just haven't internalized the fact that like this is how this is how reboots work. <laughs> right. They so. they fixed the timeline. Everything and that broke. Yeah. Oliver is the one who did it. So. The 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 idea that Oliver would fix the timeline without. Undoing all of the injustices that he feels either partly or wholly responsible for, starting with Tommy. Right. Right. Yeah, that's like, fair. like that. He. I said in our episode after after the crossover that like i think that oliver has made the world a better place like like he didn't just restore earth one and earth 38 and whatever earth black lightning is from and merge them together he actually like he fixed a lot of the the inherent problems right with it he didn't eliminate you know, hardship or strife, because if you do that then nothing counts for anything, right? Like he as the Spectre he was wise enough to do that. But he was a little bit selfish. And he and he fixed Star City. He fixed all of the the thing but that's what his father asked him to do in the first episode. Right? He was like, You have to go back, you have to save the city. And that's what he did. He saved saved the the city. city. And along with that He saved all of the people that that, that they could also save the city. Now, the thing that is the most interesting is that in doing that, Tommy and Laurel's story continues with him alive. They get married. They are happy. And And then then she she dies dies anyways. Because Black Siren, Laurel, is is part of all of this, yeah. and her story counts for something, and like that, I think that's where I'm completely fine with it because in the places where, um, where it made sense he he didn't he, like he, they didn't like, pull the punch right? and
1: and the the and like that it's explained like with yeah. moira saying like he changed things that didn't change him yeah. and i think that that's like really that it is robert queen and i will say that scene between paul blackthorne and katie cassidy was what it like was shattering it was like it was it was so, so good. good and it was one of the things where i was like this is one of the best parts of this Series is the relationship between Paul Blackthorne and his like the between Detective Lance and his daughters and the core of that narrative throughout and that they can bring him back. I didn't even I wasn't really projecting out who would be in this last like who they would bring back. Yeah. And so it would not have been the same without him. Like to bring Paul Blackthorn back and to be able to have that episode be what it was yeah. because because it puts a button on Katie Cassidy's character, on that Black Siren character and, and legitimizes her in the future of what Green Arrow and the Canaries could be or yeah. what her story is, was so important. And I think that that it really it, it is. I don't know a fantastic uh, way to end the series I think for sure. And yeah, I'm coming around on all the other characters. The
0: other, the other aspect of it that I love is that the specter is not, um, this is, I'm going to relate it to star Wars. People had this idea of what Jedi were because of the original trilogy. And then we got the phantom menace and Qui-Gon Jinn didn't match that. People were like, like Qui-Gon Jinn lied about stuff. He cheated in order to to uh, to free Anakin, right? Yeah. Like he he waves his hand and the dice mm. give like gives him the result that he wants, right? Like he he does things and then people are like, wait a second, Jedi aren't supposed to be. Well, no, apparently they are because this is what they are, right? the this, The this Specter is like that, where it's like they're uh, I don't know, like is pernicious the right word? It's like it's it's this this element of of like. God like power, all of this power, and for the most part responsible, <laughs> but then occasionally super selfish. Yeah. And that's consistent with the Spectre as a character from the comics. Both the like the Jim Corrigan version, the the Hal Jordan version, and now the Oliver Queen version. Of like they're omnipotent. They know everything. They can see how things are gonna play out, and yet they interfere anyways or do whatever they feel like doing um and like the the specter is a spirit of vengeance so there's an element of like i'm gonna do some mean stuff too (laughs) um like the specter isn't meant to be he's not god he's not an angel it's a like the specter is a human that is given godlike powers (laughs) and the ability to change reality and when hal jordan had that ability after having been parallax and then becoming the specter he figured that he would use that power to just bring Oliver Queen back to life. Oliver Queen exploded in the comics. Mm, like, right? literally, he exploded. He's it, he, he died because he was holding on to a bomb in oh, order geez. to save other people, right? So he exploded and was gone. <laughs> and it was a big deal when he died. And then the, the Spectre, Hal Jordan, was like, I miss my best friend, Oliver Queen I would like I'm just gonna bring him back and there was no like there was no I'm gonna bring him back because he's the most important person for this crisis right it wasn't like a this is a chess piece that I'm putting back on the board because otherwise the the universe is at stake it was literally just a completely
1: selfish thing you've talked about this before too about just like
2: that's yeah. that's what he wanted
0: to do. And, and that is like that's key in um in Oliver Queen's overarching story in the comics, uh, up until New 52 when they undo it. But but like that that version of Oliver Queen, like, it's so important and that Hal Jordan aspect of it is so important. We never got Hal Jordan in this, but we still got at the end of arrow like right at the buzzer we got the specter doing the exact same thing with other characters in arrow where he just brings some of these people he just brings back because he's guilty yeah or because he's just like no these like this person deserves to live this person deserves to be but like look he didn't bring back shadow he didn't bring back yao fei yeah because they because they were important they shape who he is he didn't bring back laurel Because Laurel's death was hugely important. He didn't undo the fact that Sarah died and came back. He didn't undo the fact that Roy died and came back, right? Or or Thea. Like, that that stuff, like, the bad stuff all happens because without the bad stuff, there wouldn't be any of these heroes, right? And ultimately, like, Black Siren becoming Black Canary and taking up the the mantle from the original Laurel Ants it like that has meaning as well. So and that's what Paul Blackthorne, with of Lance, imparts to her mm-hmm. of like, it's like, there's nothing, there's nothing about you that needs to be fixed. Yeah, because your story mattered. And I like that to me. Granted, yes, they could have very easily done what I said. Maybe they were gonna do put which all is the put, memories, put all, yeah, all like one, yeah. like the two characters together along with mm-hmm. with the 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 new timeline version. Um, but now we know why Mm -hmm. they can't do that because then she'd be tethered. She'd be tethered to Tommy. Right. right? Like, like, and we didn't have that piece of the puzzle. So now that we do, it's like, actually, this is all very thoughtful Mm -hmm. in the, in the, in who was brought back and how those relationships exist now, which is, I'm just going to say surprising based yeah. on some of the decisions <laughs> from the last three or four seasons mm-hmm. where it feels like they did stuff just because they wrote themselves into a corner and then went, uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess we'll kill Laurel. I guess we'll do this. And then obviously great stuff comes out of some of that. Mm-hmm. But but ultimately some of it felt cheap or uh, or I don't know, false at times.
3: But it's but, nice when
1: they can come come full circle and um I can and I also before we get into like like emails or the episode yeah. like let's talk about how awesome today was in terms of people talking about the podcast
0: uh yeah still talking um, about the podcast it was it's so cool yep.
1: because Kat McNamara was listening to the podcast because we were talking I, about her being awesome last, ye- Kat, last week I hope
0: that you're listening right now <laughs> I hope you're listening so, this week as well amazing um, um
1: yeah and it it was a thing where at work i i'm really excited about this last podcast and there's not a lot of people that i like talk to about my podcast at work but my line producer happens to be in my office and so i was like she doesn't she's she's very lovely and she she Mm -hmm. like appreciates me but like doesn't like care that much about nerdy things but she's like oh that's cool that's good for you like that's cool it's been like eight years or whatever and then so i was talking about her yesterday like to her yesterday saying like i have to leave for my podcast i'm very excited about it um but then Earlier today, I was like looking at my phone and I was like, oh, man, I know you don't care, but like my Twitter is going crazy because people are talking about. And it just was like a really cool thing to be like, people are listening to this. And I was like, it's a good thing that I wasn't really critical on the last podcast. And she's like, oh, sometimes you guys are critical. I was like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. like the majority (laughs) of the time that I podcast. And I'm like, like, I like to think that we've been fair. Like fair fair in our criticism in like yeah. talking about things that we kind of fear are like was that the best choice that you could make dramatically in yeah. in like w- what you were given and the limitations of the story like we do i i, I know sometimes I also, we tend to be like
0: i yeah. also think that we're as as qualified as anybody hosting a podcast needs to be you have a degree in theater <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right yeah. a master's yeah, degree yeah, yeah. and i have film school yeah. background yeah, so yeah. like we do know enough about the process of storytelling to be able to be critical uh, in in a in a professional way. Granted, sometimes we do it in a <laughs> we're but not professional. It's a podcast. So like it's there, it's it, nerds
1: ranting on the internet is kind of what we are the majority of the time.
0: There is a so. there is a persona and a character that I probably go into sometimes <laughs> of like I'm going to rip into this because it's we also need to fill an hour mm-hmm. to 2 hours and be entertaining. Mm-hmm. So you know like sometimes I might go for the joke because the joke is there but but ultimately like I think at the end of the day t- hey, we're still here we went from episode one all the way through to eight, 10, like we've got an episode of quiver for every episode of the show. Mm -hmm. Like we never, we wavered, but we never quit. Right.
1: And I will say what I love to this day is that the only episode we refused to do a watch back on mm-hmm. was the episode where Felicity magically is healed from her wheelchair. Yeah. And I, to this day, stick by that decision. Yep. I think it was one of the best things we ever... But it's like our I, own little I, protest. Yeah. That was the only time Last that night, Mike and yeah. I sat there and were like, this is an episode that we refuse to watch again. Yeah. But for valid reasons. Last I night like, during yeah. the... Mm-hmm.
0: While I was watching the retrospective and they... And they they had the uh, a scene, um, the one where Oliver proposes, mm-hmm. right? And I'm watching this, and it's like it was a walk down memory lane, and it was great, but it was very cherry-picked. Oh, Because yeah. the moment after that proposal when she says yes is when, uh, is, is, when uh, is it Damien Dark? I think it's Damien Dark. Like, they unload on the crowd or whatever, and that's when Felicity gets shot, and gets paralyzed right. and it just brought back all of that of like they did it and I think that you and I if I remember right we were like wow I can't what a believe a strong they just choice did
1: what an interesting character and then development she was in the wheelchair
0: yeah and then it was like we're going to put a computer chip in her back and she's going to be fine. Yeah. And then it was never mentioned again, except in one episode when an EMP goes off and her legs go limp again Mm -hmm. and Oliver has to carry her out, which was great when they did that. But also like we talked about it back then. What, what a cheat to the audience of like, we're going to do this thing and we're going to change this character irrevocably not yeah. right, yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. like it, like we're gonna like it's it, it, it was obviously like related to when Batgirl was shot and became Oracle and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. had to rediscover who she was and become yeah. a different type of hero. And and this would have been a little bit different because Felicity was never a superhero, superhero, but like. It, it, w- I still maintain, like you said, like I stand by the fact that we didn't do, uh, uh, like a full recap for that episode, but like I, I also maintain that like we were cheated, we were cheated of two things with Felicity's character, we were cheated of that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and I think subsequently probably we were cheated of her. Breaking Bad at some point.
1: Yeah. Like it, and did it, that it, it never
0: happen? happened. And they yeah. teased it and they brought us right up to the edge of it three times in the course of the series. Yeah. And we never fully went there. Yeah. And and it's such a shame because I think we talk about it with Laurel's character, uh, switching her over from Laura, our Laurel to mm. Black Siren was the best thing they ever did for that character because it gave the character a new lease on Mm -hmm. life. And it also, it put Katie Cassidy into this other zone Mm -hmm. of like, and seeing some of that season one and two stuff of Laurel Lance last night, it was shocking to remember what that character was was. before Sarah died. Yeah. Because she was in season one, like so kind of like pure and innocent, and um, a little bit of the victim. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and
1: boring and not interesting and like.
0: Yeah, and we. She re-
1: became more of a character. Like you, yeah. the more you gave her to do, yeah, and you could only give the, that. The darker of her that so much.
0: the darker that story went with her, the more interesting that character got. Mm-hmm. And but it's interesting because the the alternate was was true of both Oliver and Sarah
1: right Where like
0: Oliver the lighter he got the more we gave him a family on the Mm -hmm. show Mm -hmm. the more we love that character in those moments right like when he's making sandwiches or cooking his chili or whatever like those are the moments where you're like I really love this character and Mm -hmm. I really love Stephen Amell as this character. Mm -hmm. Um, and then same with Sarah. It's like Sarah started as such a dark character in season two and then died, came back Mm -hmm. and was crazy monster evil and then got her soul back and went off to, to find herself and then becomes part of the legends and eventually becomes like a, not a goofy character, but like, she's definitely way more fun. She's so much fun on legends And, um, it, like, it's just, it's so much better. It's so much better. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to look back on a whole series to look back on eight years. And I think if we were talking about Smallville, we'd talk in the same way and we love Smallville, but like Smallville has some rough years in the middle of Mm -hmm. it. Um, it lost its way and then it came back and found it again and reinvented itself we're kind of cutting off before that happens, but we're also not because that's what Green Arrow and the Canaries is. So if that gets picked up, that is season eight, nine, ten mm. of Smallville, right? Where all of a sudden well, it, it wasn't a different about show. yeah, it and wasn't about and living and in, in on the good, farm, yeah, yeah. being in high school, being in college. Yeah. It was about it was Lois and Clark. It yeah. was another being Lois Superman. and Clark. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh,
1: the best! I love those seasons of Smallville. They're, they're so, so good. because there's something different, and that yeah. you could be, you could be a different well, show because you grow out of those characters we, after but, a while.
0: Like we grew to love the characters, mm-hmm. but we needed new types of stories with yeah. them. Yeah, right. And that's exactly where we're at with these characters. And I don't think that the Flash is far behind. I'm really interested to see what the repercussions of them doing this with arrow are going to be on the other shows, because I really don't think that the flash can keep going with the way that it's been telling stories because every season has kind of just been a remix of the season before it. I'm really interested to see what happens when we come back from, from the break and deal with the post-crisis stuff, see how the storyline has changed, but it also, it also kind of deserves to to get some life breathed into it and and get kind of a renewal Mm -hmm. um and and a refresh um and that could happen in a bunch of different ways but the primary way that you would do it is with bart allen instead of barry right is for grant gustin to either uh like step down or step aside Mm -hmm. right and like Mm -hmm. Stephen amell has stepped aside he's like i'm out i'm done Mm -hmm. Um, and most of that that team has stepped aside and gone like, okay, we're out. Mm-hmm. But then, like this other crew is is kind of stepping up. Mm-hmm. Um, but Grant Gustin wouldn't have to like the Barry Allen could become uh, a mentor mm-hmm. to Bart, and but Bart could take center stage, and then that show would get get mm-hmm. a new lease. Or a better thing to do would be to bring uh, XS back. And uh, you don't watch the Flash. So. I don't. This sorry. is all Greek to you, but. But it sounds interesting. Um, but yeah, like it so I, I don't know, it's just it's really interesting to look back on it and look at at a whole series as opposed to looking at it in the moment or or a season at a time and to think was that worthwhile? Right. Right? And and the final episode of Arrow did such a good job of showing us all of that, yeah, and really like like putting a period on the sentence mm-hmm. and saying, "Yeah, this was worthwhile." And and we're critical on the podcast because it's kind of the job of the podcast to we got to talk about it. We have to fill an hour to two hours <laughs> every finding week like what yeah of talking about the show. And I know that there are other podcasts, and it's fine for other podcasts to have the tone. Of just being cheerleaders for the show, um, but th- I just—that's not our personalities first and foremost. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and and also like like I just don't—I personally wouldn't find that entertaining, right? So
1: okay, I think I have I have a like thought about this sure. in that, and I don't know if I have ever said this on the podcast before, and I don't think she's ever listened, so I don't think she cares, but. I often say when talking about her that the only person I hate in this world is and use the word hate yeah. is my sister. She's the only person I love enough to yeah. use the word hate
2: yeah.
1: when I describe her because she's the only person that I care enough <laughs> to like get that frustrated about. And I have to say that I think that one of the things that makes it interesting to listen to people talk about something and, and, ha- and be okay with the criticism mm-hmm. is because you know it comes from a place of us like, overall enjoy like knowing what the show is and liking it and being here like it's our family we've been with arrow for eight years and i mean
0: well we've been with the show arrow for eight years but then he was on smallville yeah and that's where we were four years before yeah so that
1: character is like so core to who we are even as friends in terms of like me coming out to vancouver and just being like let's watch smallville and like talk about nerdy things so I, I hope and I think that, that, I mean, listeners that have been with us for a long time, that's one mm. of the things that, I don't know, I like to be able to be critical and it, to love it at it the It is time. definitely so.
0: one of those things where I know that a lot of the time it was like, ugh, I gotta go podcast about Arrow. <laughs> and people would be like, why are you still doing that if yeah. you don't like it? Yeah. And I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. wait a second. <laughs> you don't get to say that. You don't watch the show. <laughs> and a lot of the time I would say like, look. I can't defend Arrow. It <laughs> is what it is. I'm not I'm not gonna tell you that it's a great show. But like you don't watch shows like that. So don't, <laughs> don't like don't come at me, you know? Like that's kinda of the 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 that's what you're talking about of the like family yeah. sort of like Yeah, like, like you yeah, don't get to
2: bad it. <laughs> like, yeah, I can make fun can, of my brothers, yeah. but
0: you're not allowed to say anything yeah, about yeah. yeah. Um so.
1: That's that's yeah, exactly 100%. what it is. You're not allowed to be critical, but I yeah. lo- I'm allowed to. Be- but
0: but what I was gonna say is that like I, I we have to be critical because it's a podcast and that's kind of what that's our mandate. It's a jam.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: but if we weren't doing a podcast about the show, we would just watch it. <laughs> we
2: would <laughs> yeah. just
0: watch it and probably enjoy it more. I mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that's just kind of the nature of it. It's it's always fun to observe that when we do the crossovers. Um, with the rest of the DC TV podcast, everybody else loves
2: their show so much.
0: You think? No, I think it's the opposite. Oh, I think like, I think that everybody hates their own show, <laughs> but it's because like you are in it,
1: oh, yeah, like you're so. in the and trenches, you know all the criticism. Like you can't see past yeah. it because you like analyze it enough. Yeah, that you're like yeah. But then like true. if
0: you don't cover Supergirl and you just watch Supergirl, you're like, this show's great. Yeah. But if you Cover Supergirl, you're like, I hate what they did to Monel, <laughs> and it's like, don't get me wrong, it breaks my heart that Monel ends up stuck. Yeah, don't, don't it I don't want to spoil it for you, but mm, poor Mon-El. also that's we're talking about like two seasons ago now, but <laughs> I know, like, you know, it 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 breaks my heart what they do with that character because I love the two of them together so much. And I mean, like because their their chemistry on the screen was palpable because they are now married. Yeah. But Which
1: <laughs> I love. And it makes me less sad about when not being Monel. on the series. Yeah.
0: Cause, um, Cause even though I don't reality, watch it, it's
1: just something where I like, I quite enjoy those two like humans. They're, they're, so, they're beautiful
0: together. I love it. Um, yeah.
1: are we, do, are we like doing anything before we actually watch the episode? No, let, yeah, are we, we are. Like, Let's
0: read a couple of emails. Right? So we got, we have a few, um,
1: Oh, and just, like, before you get in, like, just, yep. it's so bittersweet to, like, have these internet friends that I've never met yep. who I value and adore. And also some who I'm still friends with on Facebook, but who stopped listening to the podcast a while ago. <laughs> and it's just fun to interact with you still, like, online yep. and every now and Anyways, it's cool. I like people that are part of the Quiver community who even just, like... Haven't quite finished Arrow yet.
0: <laughs> <But>. <laughs> the people who are like still on like season six, yeah, they're like, I'll get there, I'll get there. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, cool. This is a long one. Buckle up, okay. Uh, the subject line here is thank you, uh, Mike and Amanda. I have been a regular listener of your podcast since the beginning of season two after binge watching the first season over the summer of twenty thirteen. Having also been a huge Smallville fan, I was hesitant towards a whole show focused on Oliver Queen, especially when at first it appeared like they were being extremely loose with the source material. (laughs) Starling City, for example. (laughs) So glad they fixed that. Uh, Of course, once I actually watched the show, I was hooked. As soon as I saw the Deathstroke mask in the opener, I knew I had the show pegged wrong. Uh, while I became obsessed with the show, unfortunately, I had no one to share that experience with. Once I discovered your podcast, it made my experience with the show that much more enjoyable. While I could not partake in the discussion, I loved hearing how my own thoughts of each episode would align with yours. The two of you have great chemistry, and I love your banter. And for a while, during the middle seasons, I was more or less watching the show just to be caught up on the podcast. Aww. Uh, while I am sad to see a show I love end its run, I'm excited to know I can still listen to the two of you going forward on the Quack podcast, and hopefully the spinoff gets
3: picked up. Uh,
0: I'm going home from work now to watch the finale, but I wanted to let you know what a joy I've had with the two of you playing in my car these past several years. Thank you for your dedication and that's Ben from Chicago. So thank you Ben. That, that I am like
1: getting emotional. Right? That's so lovely. I, when I read
0: the email mm-hmm. last night it didn't affect me but yeah. like reading it now on the podcast with you it's oh like Oh my
1: gosh no, I'm going to cry before the <laughs>
0: end of
1: the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: but that's the thing is that like like and this is so great we'll talk about it near the beginning of the podcast cuz we usually talk about it at the end. But just so you guys know like I'm I'm Leaving Quiver, um, if Green Arrow and the Canaries gets picked up, Amanda is going to continue with Quiver, mm-hmm. um, with with her new uh, co-hosts. Uh, it's uh, Lacey and uh, uh, Shadia, and Shadia? Mm-hmm. yeah, um, and uh, and that's awesome, and I'm super excited about that opportunity for mm-hmm. you guys. But we're gonna keep doing this thing. <laughs>
2: yeah. We're just
0: gonna do this over on the Thunder Quack podcast. Um, And and not be tethered to a specific show. So uh, like people have asked recently about a few different things like Picard and other stuff of like, hey, are you going to do a podcast about this? And my response has been we're not going to do any dedicated shows to that stuff, but you can like bet your bottom dollar yeah, we'll be talking do- about I it i said bet your bippy on twitter that uh, yeah we yeah of course we're gonna talk about stuff mm-hmm. on the thundercrack podcast that's the whole point is that now all the nerd things we can yeah talk about all we just talk the about things. the stuff that matters to us and to our audience um and like stuff that's coming up that we previously would have been annoying half of the audience by talking about the sonic the hedgehog movie <laughs> but like I'm going to go see the Sonic the Hedgehog movie with Kara and then I'm going to want to talk about it because yeah. that is super important to me. Yeah. Um, there's a, like, four-foot tall Sonic plush well, yeah, in the corner You just forget there. that you have that thing. You just, it's great. just can't bear to get rid of it. I love it. Um, yeah, so the Thunderquack podcast will be around, and and so this this dynamic won't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys if you guys are listening specifically for us, then please, please, please go over, subscribe to the Quack podcast on your different podcast services. Do it right now before you forget. If you're driving your car, pull over right <laughs> now.
2: Don't do it while you're
0: driving. Pull over. Put your car in park. Maybe even turn it off so you don't get a ticket or anything and because i don't want you to get a ticket for this and subscribe uh download some episodes and do us a really big favor and leave like a rating and a review on iTunes. just while you're at the side of the road yeah just like go in there look the rating you could on itunes at least you could do the rate like the podcast app you just do the rating and just go on your merry way and just give us a five star because you love us (laughs) and but the thing that'll help other people find the podcast so um Cool. Let's do another email. We got a few here. I'm gonna go through through a few of these.
3: Yay.
0: Uh This one's this is terrible for a podcast because it's a picture. But <laughs> I, I, Mel P emailed in uh, prepping for the finale. I'm already prepping for the series finale. I even made a cake for the occasion. Aww. Stay sharp. And then there's uh, Mel sent a great picture of a a, a cake with a nice bullseye nice. on it uh, made Aww, out of Smarties. It looks exciting. like either Smarties or M and M's. I'm gonna guess probably, they're probably I don't see the M's. I think but they're Smarties. Me. Maybe they're M's. Isn't I don't
1: know. isn't Mel American? I feel like that's probably I don't know. not Smarties.
0: I M M's. I and gonna save that one for last.
1: I love that um sometimes people get to experience like what you say at the same time that I do because yeah. I like <laughs> haven't read any of these emails. Even though you have access to the <laughs> I email. know. Yeah. Well, I don't have it on my phone, so therefore,
0: it's good. Okay. You're I, gonna I need
1: don't. to. But I have the tw- I have our Twitter. I have certain things on That's my good. phone. I'm uh, I'm shot. I will have to say, the m- best accomplishment so far of the eight years is that I haven't accidentally tweeted something or like posted on Instagram <laughs> using the Quiver account.
0: So. Uh, end of the line. It's the subject line here. Uh, hey, Mike and Amanda, I thought this was a solid series finale. I'm not sure how I feel about Lance, Moira, and Tommy being brought back to life as their deaths had such an impact, but it was great seeing them nonetheless. I'm going to miss the characters, but hopefully some will make guest appearances on the rest of the Arrowverse shows. All eight seasons have had some highs and lows, but overall I've really enjoyed Arrow and I'll miss it. I also thought Roy and Thea, despite a quick proposal, were very cute, but they always are. <laughs> yeah. And Nyssa okay. and Sarah shared a scene. It's been too long. Seeing everyone standing over Oliver's grave reminded me of how large the cast had gotten. Also, Green Lantern teases for Diggle, mm-hmm. and why do they always have to use that creepy photo of Oliver and his dad? I know it's it. the worst. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter asked, uh, "What what prop would you, if you could have one prop? I think it was Green Arrow TV." um they asked like if you could have one prop from the arrow set what would you want and i didn't respond to it i meant to but then got pulled away by something else and and uh i i wanted to respond i want that picture because it's just like it's so awful but it's but still it's arrow and it's just it feels like i feel like it just perfectly encapsulates the show I um, hope people
1: realize that that was you talking and not the email. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. I
0: mean, I'm interjecting. Uh, it, I think people can tell. There's a different cadence when you're okay. reading an email. Uh, anyway, thank you for the eight years of podcasts. I learned a lot, whether it was about comics in general, Canadian politics, Ooh. or Star Wars. It's been great. Take care. And that's from Megan in Panama City, Florida. Um, And let's let's... Let's finish off with our final email from the third chair of Quiver (laughs) Uh, finale. Hey, Mike and Amanda. Well, that was it. (laughs) Definitely wasn't the best episode either, but I enjoyed it. It was nice to have everyone back, and I'm pretty sure that got them all. Uh, I enjoyed that there was one last mission, and it was saving William. Not sure it played out well, but it was okay. <laughs> Thanks for everything, y'all. Can't wait to hear what y'all thought. That's from Sarah Beth. Um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Come on, it's like <laughs> the whole William thing is like really. They
1: had to do something, but <laughs> like like, but
0: they had to do something. You're like, all and, right. And the way that they tied it back into the flashback stuff yeah. and the final episode yeah. was a flat had flashbacks. Yeah. It. I felt like I was like.
3: I'm gonna give you guys this one. Like, for
0: all of the things you guys have done that have driven me bananas over the years, (laughs) this is like the least egregious (laughs) because we're in the final stretch. And what are you gonna do? Like, we don't have time to set up a bad guy right now. (laughs) Like, let's just do it. Um, and the and the bad guy was named John Byrne, which is a reference to post crisis. John Byrne was very responsible for like setting up the DC universe post crisis. So, um, like. The continuity that we consider the classic Superman continuity is John Byrne. He wrote that.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. So um Well that's exciting.
0: Yeah, like all of the like Krypton, like the stuff that ends up being sort of like canonized by the movies, essentially, that yes. that ends up being important in Smallville, that ends up being important in uh, in other stuff and and really influencing a lot of stuff came from him so so that tribute there is really cool um,
1: I, I love that when it gets when you get down to it you yeah. know that I think the writers of the show had fun yeah like and that they really did like what they were doing and it's just that sometimes I think we were critical about the execution but there, we've never really been critical about like what the writers of the show have been doing, and like what they mm-hmm. like with what they were given, and like all these little nods, and we understand that they appreciate the comics and and the source material and are doing their best to honor that, and I think that that's pretty cool, I think so and so.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I think that I have definitely probably targeted Mark Guggenheim from time to time and said some stuff that's like, yeah, I
1: don't consider Mark Guggenheim the of
0: But at the same time, so, yeah. at the same time, like, I, I don't, I'm not gonna shy away from that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of women were murdered in order to further other characters' storylines uh, on yeah. this show, and that's something that that it, 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 that's a crutch that writers need to get away from. Mm-hmm. Um, and as showrunner, ultimately he's responsible for a lot of that stuff. Um, and, and it, and it wasn't just on Arrow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a, there's cross, a, pa- there's, there's a pattern, pattern there a of like, of, of like, come on, man, do better than that. Um, and, uh, and sort of serving
1: And, and, and Harold a show about all women later, because yeah. then if you kill women, it just, but <laughs> I
0: think, and, that, and that's what I was going to say is that at the end of the day, um, Mark Guggenheim, uh, uh is one of the people responsible for bringing up some of these other writers mm-hmm. and Beth Schwartz uh going from being a, a a writer's assistant to being the EP and the showrunner in the final two seasons um I mean like that's the, that's also Mark Guggenheim yeah. so yeah. I it's I think it's really easy to villainize people in the moment mm-hmm. because they are doing something that you disagree with Nerd or, range. yeah or or just like like i like sort of on a i like the social justice side of it of like come on like be better than that um, it's really it's really easy to look at somebody and just kind of count them for the worst thing that they've ever done mm-hmm. but when you look at at a Complete thing it's like he's also Responsible for a lot of the crossover stuff He's responsible for a lot of Of this but ulti- like at the end of the day Ultimately I've said that a lot today Because it's this is the it's final at episode the end of the day, yeah. But it's Greg Berlanti that Is really The person that deserves the credit For this whole Thing for the Arrowverse like from the For Arrow itself um, And <laughs> There was no mention of Andrew Kreisberg yes, <laughs> in last yeah, night's yeah. retrospective. He was conspicuously just kind of removed from history, um, and I understand why they did that, and I and I don't think it was the wrong decision. But because we're a podcast and we don't have to worry about that sort of thing, I'll just make sure that that's not completely scrubbed from history. Mm-hmm. That bad stuff went down, and he was part of the show. Um, and part of the DNA of the show, and uh, and and historically, I think that's important to acknowledge. I think it had
1: a history, and I, I will say, looking at that the people that were important on the show that are around there, yeah, they have created some amazing women on this show. That's, and, yeah. and and that that exists and is integral to the fabric of the universe yes. that Arrow is part of is important. And that people know who these characters are and that like Nyssa and like Talia and all of these yeah. characters and Thea, like, oh my gosh, the first few seasons, we talked about Thea's pants. And yeah. then we stopped talking about Thea's pants because yeah. Thea became a person and like, yeah. actually like a character that yeah, was like involved in things because
0: Thea was the the Lana Lang of the first season of like how many times did Thea was Thea told hey don't go into that empty warehouse and then she went I'm going into that empty warehouse because I don't care what you say and then would get captured or knocked out or whatever and it was like yeah would you seriously just like listen to somebody once in a while? But yeah, eventually she did become her own character and grew into this other thing and developed and everybody did like all Mm -hmm. of these characters seeing that retrospective, but there are shows that run for longer and ha- and and do less. Yeah, okay. uh, the Big Bang Theory. Those characters were basically the same at the end as they were at the beginning. They just were in relationships. That was the difference. I granted, I didn't watch like the last two seasons of that show. Who
1: but... watched? Whoever. Nobody watched the last. My mom watched the last yeah. two seasons of that show because. It was like cookie cutter television that really had once to it, do with like because once it was in the PVR, yeah, they don't, just, they don't was, know just, how to get yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> oh, I guess I'm watching this now. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. Okay, anyway. I, I, but yeah, I, yeah. I think I think the the sum is greater. No, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Yeah, uh, I when it comes I mean, to Arrow, yeah. uh, when when all is said and done, there's a third one for you. I, I. This was this was a worthwhile exercise and everything else that we've gotten out of all of the other shows that exist exist because of Arrow. So, um and all of the other podcasts. I mean like the DC TV yes, we'll podcast take, we'll network. Take,
1: we'll take credit for that. It, it <laughs> I ex- hope Andy appreciates us well, taking credit for that.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna take credit for it because Andy started as a listener to this podcast and and, yeah, he listened to other podcasts as well. But Andy was a really big part of our community and for Andy a really time. Andy was long a huge time. part
1: of, like, I think, like, what shaped the fabric of what Quiver became and and, yeah. and that community. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And, like, he was in there in the Facebook group, on Twitter, all that stuff.
1: He was my first online friend.
0: Was he?
2: Like, well, he's the first person like, that like, I, like, interacted yeah.
1: with because of something that was virtual. Yeah. Because I think I definitely was friends with Andy, like, before, like, Sarah Beth or any of yeah. the other, like, listeners. and stuff,
0: and, so. and then... I hope that that part of my influence was in telling Andy like, you want to do a podcast, go to a podcast. And when the flash came around, he went and he did a podcast. Mm. And then eventually, it was like, well, we got both of these podcasts. There's other shows coming out. You he put together other teams to do other podcasts, and and he created that network. Um, and uh, and and that's awesome. I mean, like it's it's there, it's a very similar thing over on the Star Wars stuff with like. I, uh, I started doing front lines and then Matt joined me and Tim and Kyle were, uh, uh, they helped out with like writing recaps and writing news stories for the website. And then eventually Tim and Kyle were like, Hey, we've become friends through our, we back in the day, it was a message board. It right. wasn't, we didn't even have Facebook message boards. To, I love it. To, to do that on. Uh, uh, so we had like a, like a bulletin board, like a BB message board. Um, they became friends, and they're like, "Hey, we want to do our own podcast." And I was like, "Awesome! Let me help you get started with that." And then Jason Hunt, I went to a Star Wars convention and met met Carl. And then Jason was one of our number. Like Jason was there from the first episode of Frontlines, and now Wampa's layer has been running for like I don't know, probably like almost ten years, and like that, that that's because i was like we were a direct influence so that it's it's always really cool to see um because like we're just people we just what's the difference between us and people who don't have podcasts we carved out the time and we bought the equipment yeah. and honestly a lot of people with podcasts don't buy the equipment and for a long time we didn't have good equipment
1: and to be fair i still have yet to buy the equipment exactly. i I've, so, I've
0: come to you You know, like anybody can do this and 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 create uh, like anybody can start out to 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 create a podcast and and build a community around it. But I think the thing that has made Quiver really special um, and it happened in season two when Stephen Amell was like, hey, I want to do a podcast and you guys made that happen. oh that's
1: the yeah that was we didn't make that happen
0: you guys the listeners made that happen and without that i don't think thunderquack ever becomes thunderquack because that that moment is what then turned our facebook group from maybe a hundred people to a thousand to five thousand to i think it's somewhere around eight thousand people in there now um and it's kind of died because who uses facebook anyways um but but um, you I know, like we've got, we have that community <laughs> on Facebook. We have, but the important part is that, like, the people that really, really cared about the podcast and about the community specifically. The like, I think this is the key. We killed the Facebook group when we started Patreon, yeah. <laughs> and we took everybody from that Facebook group into the Thunderquack one because that's where, like, the uh, so much of that Thunderquack community is. The quiver community a really big chunk of it and they're there because they support what we do and like i don't know it's it's a it's a special thing and it's kind of um it's lightning in a bottle i don't know i don't know that, that anybody would be able to to recreate it the way that we did it people ask me like how, how did you how how come you're how come quiver is successful or whatever i'm like well we got lucky
1: someone randomly like commented on a twitter post about stuff and it's just honestly it's so cool
0: yeah um but it is really cool again to see today it's like it's
1: capping that like like, beginning in the end i think it's to like start a little bit with a bang and to end with a bang is just such a cool such a
0: great way to end yeah uh uh, the run for arrow um (laughs) to to get to have that happen today Um, but it
1: also makes me like Apologize to the fact that probably other writers listened to, like people involved in in Arrow probably listened probably. at some point in time, and were like, "These people are jerks. I'm not <laughs> listening to them anymore." But, yeah, I mean, yeah. I
2: it,
0: uh, I'll I'll will never I never want anything on Thunder to ever become. Uh, We deal with this in the Star Wars community a lot. There are a lot of people out there who are just like begging for scraps at the Lucasfilm table. And they're like, they just blow smoke. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad to see when you're like, all right, okay, Star Wars is awesome but that one thing is not good. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I won't single anything out, but like that, like that one thing was not a good choice. That's not a good episode of that show. That's not a good comic, whatever. But like, there are some podcasts out there. There are some communities out there that are just like, everything is five out of five. Can I have a job at star Can I write the next star Wars movie? There, it's like,
1: that's, there are audiences for that though. I guess there are audiences
0: for it. A hundred percent. And, and, and honestly a lot of those people are probably a lot more successful than than we ever will be but um yeah i don't know i i just have such a hard time with that i'm not going to i'm not going to pull punches when i when i think the shows aren't living up to their potent, potential i'm going to we're going to call it out right but I don't know. At the same time, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe our lives would have been a lot better, a lot different if we had just been cheerleaders for Arrow the whole way, and maybe we would have gotten invited to press stuff. I doubt it because <laughs> the CW. Look, Arrow aside, the CW is awful when it comes to the, their relationship with the fan communities. They're they do their press junkets and stuff like that, but with the fan stuff, like, mm. yeah, you gotta. It, it, they're, they're they're not very good i say that dealing with uh lucasfilm who is very good they're great so anyways should we watch the episode i think so should we I watch think it's the episode hi crystal here. who is peeking in Do you i wa- made
1: her i texted her and i was oh. like crystal come in and get a photo of us doing our last <laughs> our last podcast so it's your fault it is i'm sorry i'm not I didn't... camera
0: ready my hair's all floofy by the end of the night okay but
1: that's okay it watch. can be the back of your head
0: sure <laughs> uh are you done you're distracting okay (laughs) thank you good night Uh, (laughs) hi it's really late it's 11 o'clock let's start watching we should should
1: do that it's good
0: cool okay here we go we're gonna get into it i don't think Uh, you
1: prepped it did you prep it
0: i started to and then didn't finish it's uh it's the
1: whole the whole day is
0: the the (laughs) the retro thing like it it just kind of ended. It was really weird. It was like it was I thought it was really good. They did a really really good job of of kind of highlighting everything that needed to be highlighted. Um and uh it's it's a it's a retrospective on a series. They don't have to go into the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so it was good, but then at the end it was like it it felt like they ran up against the 44 minute mark in the edit and they were like uh 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 and then they hugged and then it just ends yeah. with like with with uh, uh, Ollie and Diggle hugging and I was like, Oh, okay, I okay, all right, I guess cool. we're gonna watch the episode. Yeah, fair. Okay. Here we go. The final episode of oh, Arrow. Is everybody yeah, ready I'm so for excited. this? Uh here we go.
1: Okay. I've I've waited until we've got into the episode so that I yeah. didn't digress us too much. I don't think and, I haven't muted. And to start to start in maybe a negative place, but yeah. One thing this episode did was remind me how much I don't miss Elicity. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. I,
0: it was,
1: it was. I think we're the only podcast on the internet that didn't like Elicity.
0: This is one of the things that, (laughs) that, that that I, I stepped on that Raylo nest a couple weeks ago, right? And we talked about it a little bit last week. Um,
1: Oh, can I just say how much I like that? I mean, you, you know that that was like on, like that it wasn't. That, but like that, he became something else, Yeah. and that it, yeah, it, it, like at the end of it, there's something cool and poetic about the yeah, fact yeah, yeah, that yeah. his opening works, and this arrow thing is all so of
0: cool. The all yeah. of the arrows,
2: ugh, um, so good. Anyway, sorry, but
0: yeah, I, I had like this moment today with all the the Cat McNamara stuff, and because it's. The tweet that she sent out is not necessarily about Quiver. It's, it's not, not it's about, Shadow about Hunters. arrow. It's yeah. about Shadowhunters. Yeah. And the reason why it's blowing up is He's, a because she Shadow has a Hunters. huge fan fandom. Yeah. But b because that Shadowhunters fandom is like ravenous. If they're great. And yeah. They are so upset that that show is yeah. canceled yeah. and they want it back. And yeah. I don't have the heart to tell them that I don't think it's coming back. Like I think I think she's she's moved on to other stuff, and it's it's not happening. But. Um, but they can keep fighting for it, cause that's what you do. But it, that the Raylo thing, and then thinking about about, um, I, Olicity and Arrow and all of that, I was like, man, we, not necessarily we, but like like I'm not a fan of Raylo. I'm fine with the way that the movie ended, but and I and like Olicity, like we're not fans of Olicity. <laughs> well we haven't made any bones about that <laughs> but i think like if we really wanted again this is like the same thing as like like sucking up to the to the productions right it's like if we really wanted to be successful we would have just latched onto that stuff and just like ridden those hashtags and and really like yeah Olicity is the best and been like cheerleaders for that but uh, i i at the same time it's like I just don't know if I can do that. I just don't know. Life w- life might be easier as a as an internet personality if you just like follow that stuff. But this episode definitely was like no. Nope. No, nope. there's felicity being a real bummer. <laughs> and they wrote themselves into clapping. a corner. They wrote themselves into a corner because Oliver's dead. <laughs> and she had Nothing to do with his final moments. Like she just, he was just like, "Peace out, see you later," and then, and then finds out like, "Yep, he's dead now." <laughs> and it's like, we don't even have a body for you. <laughs> we just filled the casket with a bunch of doodads <laughs> and we buried them. Um,
1: By the way, we're talking, we're talking over the over all documentary stuff, which is so weird. I did Why? not like this. Why? Choice. Why did they need to do it? It was so unnecessary. Yeah. But also like I guess, like I guess it's okay
0: to like When 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 but, it started, I was like, "Oh no, is uh, the, the whole, whole episode going to do this?" And then when like she's like, "I when I started this documentary, in documentary, I wanted to shed some light on yeah. the green arrow. I didn't think it would turn into a memorial or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh god." please don't do this the whole time and then here when it breaks out and um in particular when i i, I renee comes up and yeah. like rescues diggle from this yeah. moment i was like thank you renee you're rescuing all of us <laughs> um but yeah because it because that documentary aspect that was a little bit cringe but only because of the fact that we know it's not real right yeah, like yeah, i think yeah. like it like if it were a real documentary, that sort of stuff would have been fine. But because we know that this is all fake and contrived, it's like, come on. Like, I hate that conceit. I just don't like it when they do that on show. Yeah.
1: I like that this got explained that Oliver fixed things. Because mm. I know to other people, it probably would have just made sense. But I like that there's, like, a little bit of explanation between the two. Oh, we haven't got there yet. But, we're like, Renee. Okay. So excited that Rory is back! Yeah, because it's beautiful. OMG, I love Rory. Yeah, <laughs> so great.
0: I, I, why? <laughs> why was he just dumped? Yeah, and then never brought back until the final <laughs> episode. It's so tragic. Um, his uh, rags I,
2: didn't
1: fully recover.
0: Yeah, I love. I cause it's because the rags were expensive. Yes, I love that Roy's arm is <laughs> never explained.
1: Oh yeah. No, it's great. They
0: never bring it up. Of
1: course, he just has a robot arm. He just arm.
0: has, and I, uh, I will say, in in their final moments on this show, they managed to to uh, squeeze in one last piece of representation and diversity because he's, he, it's a prosthetic. He's mm-hmm. an amputee, and mm-hmm. that there are people out there. Um, who are going to relate to that and who this is going to actually be really meaningful for and who've been waiting for it mm-hmm. because this is part of Roy Harper's character in the comics so when he lost his arm before the crossover seeing him now with the robot arm with the mechanical arm like it's a big deal for some fans yeah. um and I love that it's a big deal but it doesn't have to be made a big deal yeah right like which is can, what the show does really good is when they can just a part do of that. his character they just make it- a part um, of what it is. And when we go back to season 1 and we think about about the show in its first season and the cast um and the and and the way that characters were dealt with like one of the things that we were such champions of at the beginning of this show was how well it handled diversity and especially at the time cuz now we're talking about 8 years ago. Yeah. And 8 years ago that conversation was very different than it is now. And we get to the point in this episode when they're shutting down the bunker and it's two african american characters and a latino character that are the legacy that he's leaving behind and that's such a that's such an amazing thing for a superhero show to have done when so many of these characters traditionally in the comics are just white people mm-hmm. right and and to to step outside of that and to start representing people and and I think that that's Greg Berlanti like that he deserves a lot of that credit, um, and it's not just Arrow; it's a legacy in, across the entire Arrowverse. Because I mean, like, uh, fast forwarding through commercials now, um, uh, Supergirl has a, a a trans character,
2: yeah,
0: right, and it's not a big deal she's just part of the show she's a superhero and she like she's a member of the team just like anybody else mm-hmm. and that we don't get there with superhero without arrow kind of going mm-hmm. first um we're back now uh, hey remember when they were on that little dinghy and then uh robert queen just just started sh- shooting, shooting things
1: um yeah yeah i uh, i it's good it's a big momentous thing yeah. I do they they used enough cool things in the flashback that they Yeah. Like it's all I don't know. Remember well, Abercrombie Oliver?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um really interesting that it's Mia having the dream. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cuz that's the implication mm-hmm. there. And then I love this. I love that it's Sarah <laughs> and that she's like, so this confirms something for me that, that we had a question about last week, which was like, did Sarah bring Laurel yeah. to the future? And she probably did. And she yeah.
2: probably yeah. did. Yeah. Because but also
1: the thing that's interesting and ambiguous about this yeah. is that I think William's still kidnapped, right? Yes. Like, which means that in Green Arrow and the Canaries, they didn't stop that thread. They just paused it yeah. while she came to the okay salmon ladder diggle can i just yeah. say like that I, looked way too easy <laughs> it looked way
0: too easy and that i he, like that <laughs> he's like it's not it. that hard actually yeah. <laughs> um
1: so good yeah oh okay we give him a hard time for his wonners. yeah <laughs> Got all good old james bamford and his wonners.
0: that was a nice one
1: but yeah that was a nice one there's some character moments in this episode yeah. where winners are used really well yeah like, they, they transfer between all of the different characters, and I think he does it near the end as well yeah. in the funeral area, yeah. which I'm actually now just realizing, because before we started podcasting, I was like, oh, man, that gratuitous, the, the like, the gratuitous sequence. action sequence in I, I
0: but, so I'm, it's fine that you feel that way, because on the flip <laughs> side of it, I was like, well, last episode, I mean, yes, pull out all the stops, to, and I really liked it. I'm not really saying it's it.
1: bad. I know that there's a negative connotation to the word gratuitous, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you sort of, you need, you need some gratuitous it's action. Arrow. It's arrow. it's arrow. It's good.
0: Um, we got motorcycles. We got...
1: Why did they get these tattoos? Like, honestly? <laughs> because... they just get them because they had them in the future? They just
0: got them because they established that. Yes. <laughs> like, that's why. What
1: that's... a stupid reason to get... Come on. You, you didn't have to follow through with everything you set up earlier. Yeah. But I... I love your gumption to like. Yeah, anyways, this it is pretty beautiful. The storytelling and using these like moments, the like walk and talks. Anyways, good good job. You notice you
0: notice that I mean like and it's Everybody's from the beginning of this season, but Diggle started wearing green. Yeah, and um and the Spartan costume changed from red yeah. to green this season. Um, but
1: um um, Diana's also wearing green. Yep.
0: Yeah. 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 So they're like, um,
1: but that that green that Diggle was wearing was real yeah. good. Yeah. It Was yeah, a real yeah. nice, real nice I, forest green. But I
0: love it. I I love they the focus of the final episode although there's all this stuff going on they cram so much into an hour oh yeah it's really impressive how much story they got into this hour um there's a lot of stuff going on but but the focus the center point of all of it is actually on Ollie and Diggle's relationship Which and is really cool. the way that yeah. they juxtapose it with this season 1 flashback that we never saw uh, this mission that we never saw where Diggle is trying to put Oliver on the path to becoming a real hero. Yeah. Um, because in season one, he wasn't a hero. He was a an agent of vengeance, right? Like he was just, he, he killed was,
1: a lot of people. Yeah.
0: He kills a lot of people in this episode. <laughs> yeah. and I, I really like it. Cause at the end when he's like, when he's like, I guess uh, Byrne got what was coming to him. He's like, maybe maybe it wasn't as bad as you think. It's like, yeah, but you killed everybody else in that warehouse. <laughs> you murdered a lot of dudes tonight. <laughs> just, like, don't pat yourself on the back too hard because you spared the one dude who ostensibly is the worst one. Yeah,
2: Like, yeah. those
0: other guys, like, maybe some of them aren't even that bad. They're yeah. just like, eh, it's a living, right? Yeah. Like, anyways, yeah. I... Yeah, uh, Mia being back in the past again, but not the Mia that came back before, the Mia from Green Air* and the Canaries, who has those memories, memories, but but is is also the well-adjusted, happy Mia at the same time. Um,
1: Which is great.
0: Yeah. But and then I do like it's William really gets the short end of the stick on this yeah, one because yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, Mia gets to come back and be yeah. at her father's funeral. But William, too bad.
2: you got Well, because
1: because you could not have little William and big William at the funeral. Although, yeah, they didn't have little Mia. Anyways, whatever. It's fine. It's it. it it's fine. But uh, I do like that Anatoly was there. I mean, we yep. haven't got there yet, but if, I was actually really, like, sad that I thought Anatoly wasn't going to be around. But Anatoly wound up coming back, and I was like, they...
0: There I'm were glad. a lot of there were a lot of appearances in this episode that I didn't think we were going to get because of what we got in the lead-up to the season. And when we didn't get um, Nyssa earlier...
1: Oh, right. Yeah, the, it was like... I
0: thought, okay, well, I guess she's too busy. She's not going to come on. And so when we got Nyssa in this episode... I was actually like kind of grinning from ear to ear. And then when Nyssa and Sarah had their moment uh, with Talia and she was right. like, this is my beloved. And I was like that. It was so good. I, it, I was so happy to have that. Like everybody kind of got their moments. Like, <laughs> the rise of Skywalker just happened. And it was touted as the closing of a nine film, 42 yeah. year saga um, and everybody was going to be happy and they feel like they did a really good job closing it all up. They didn't. In fact, the movie ends on a really big question mark of like, what happens to these three characters next? I'm very interested. <laughs> um, I real, I'm very invested in them now that they've done this. Um, but, uh, man, did they manage to, uh, sorry, I'm having a hard time hitting the, the play button at the right spot. Um, they nailed it. We're right. back now. They um, brought... Did every... Curtis
1: go all the way to the end? Is he at the funeral? Or is this I'm the only sure. scene that Curtis is no, in? No, okay. Sure he doesn't the get a ton time. of screen time, but I like that he's there. Anyway, sorry. What are you saying? Uh,
0: the, I, they gave everybody their moments. I mean, right, like, yeah. here, this is a great example. These guys get two moments in this episode, but this sort of setting up the one for later. The end, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I like that Roy's like, "I'm sorry." And she's like, "Really? Right <laughs> Don't now? Be sorry right you're going to you're no. going to make this about you right now in this moment? Oliver's dead. His son has been kidnapped.
1: <laughs> Just give me some time."
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, and I like how much of it they're like they were uh uh s- setting some stuff up for what the future might hold, but we know that kind of the future gets gets um sidetracked for dinah um but yeah and felicity shows up felicity shows up and she's in blue she's juxtaposed to everybody else it's very interesting everybody nice. else is well, i guess Thea is wearing red Thea and, and uh and roy i think are wearing red because
1: they're yeah because they're speedies. they're they're red um this was an interesting choice for the like Mia and Felicity stuff to happen last and I think it worked like the the, like not acknowledging her early on like it's because it's odd like how do you deal with that where they both sort of know who it is but not quite anyways it's It's just interesting. I do like that they also gave Rory some significant lines in this. I think I missed talking about it earlier because I was going to comment on it with Renee. I think the coolest part about this episode in the like Renee moments is when Rory said that you're the most like him for the like when Renee is. And it's like it was cool to like see that and and have a reason for Rory to be back that's significant because he is like he's part of the team but is like decidedly outside it in a way that like that perspective means something to Renee because there isn't really a goodbye moment for Renee with with like Ollie or with the story because he'll probably hopefully be in the future of Green Arrow and the Canaries and things like that yeah but like he got that was sort of like a nice little button for him where it really was just about
0: well I mean like it is because it is the closing of an arc for him because he's about to start a new chapter yeah. no longer wild dog, but now becoming the mayor of star city. Yeah. Right. And that's something that continues on for 20 years. Apparently yeah. he stays as the mayor of star city. So yeah, like it, it's, I, I, I did like that. It's a nice button on, on his arc as wild dog from a vigilante who's kind of out of control to one of these these heroes, mm-hmm. um, and then and then even transforming beyond that into uh, a hero for everybody without without having to wear the mask, right? Mm-hmm. Which is something that Oliver tried to do. He tried to be the mayor, and he actually kind of failed at it. Yeah. But then to see that that uh, in Green Arrow and the Canaries that obviously Renee
3: <gasps>
0: has done a good. This job. This is the
1: Rory. Yeah. See, I the just reveal. love that Batman's back. Um, I feel like a lot of people didn't like his character as much as I did, but I don't know. For some reason, I, I just like really like his character.
0: I loved Rory in that season. What season is that? Season four? Yeah. That's the day. Whoa. Da- that's so long that's ago. That's the Damien Dark Seriously? season. Yeah. Jeez, season four.
1: Yikes. Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And he then, <laughs> remember when Felicity accidentally nuked that town? <laughs> Do you remember when she nuked that town?
1: This show is so weird.
0: What? You remember how we were like, oh, maybe sometimes we were too harsh on the show. You remember when Felicity nuked that town? And then everybody was like, hey, Felicity, don't be so hard on yourself. No, she nuked a town. And granted, like it was Star City or a smaller town. And she had to make a difficult choice. But also, maybe... Redirected into outer space, <laughs> maybe. Um, I'm gonna choose to believe that in all of the things that Oliver corrected, he, he corrected was like, that. he was like, and then we called Supergirl, and she pushed it up. It, actually. Uh, I guess timeline, that doesn't make sense. And then we called Superman, and he pushed it into space, and it saved everybody, and Felicity never murdered tens of thousands of people by accident. Like murdered no manslaughter she (laughs) manslaughtered manslaughtered. tens of thousands of people
1: oh best part that we can't actually like reflect on here but the fact that they used her theme song when she rolled in they're like whatever it is that i love the score. anyways awesome choice you guys to like really lean into this like we have a cool show that's coming up and this character's part of it so good
0: it has to happen it has to happen i'm gonna be so upset if it doesn't go to series yeah, yeah, yeah. fast forwarding through commercials here
1: like it's they have such a perfect opportunity to do something really cool with the future of the of the like yeah of this show and um this and and this bit with mia is cool i don't know why she went on her own and everybody yeah, else got partners <laughs> yeah but because she's the green arrow she, she has doesn't it, need right? a partner she doesn't need a partner um uh it's it's interesting though to see her have to act well while, while the bow is strong. There's a special skill that is involved <laughs> yeah. in like that like intensity. Oh, is this the big the big fight sequence yeah, of this is Ollie yeah, killing this is a warner. bunch of people that are wearing khakis? Um, maybe just that dude.
0: Yeah.
1: He he has too many arrows left at the end of the sequence. It's my biggest pet peeve with the sequence. <laughs> like, his quiver never gets like Low. empty and
0: so so there's a there's a very good reason for that Ooh. he never pulls arrows out of the quiver
1: well what where does his arrows come from they're
0: cg oh okay every time well, he i fires- thought you meant
1: there was like a good like comic book no, reason no, no. <laughs> he he is not
0: actually firing right arrows, yeah 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 it's right yeah. it's a it's a special bow that can be dry fired Um, because you can't dry fire a a bow without breaking the string right like you'll you'll snap the string on a real bow if you fire it without an arrow in it um but they they built this special one for him so that it looks like a real bow it's got like the real drawback on the 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 actual like arms of the bow um sorry i don't know the term how is he not getting shot though also (laughs) He's How is he not getting like shot? Like that, he just grabbed the thing. Come and it... on, they're bad guys. They can't shoot no, things. No, it's come on. It's, it's just so like stormtroopers. If they could hit something, they wouldn't be henchmen. <laughs> They'd be super villains. Okay, that's the way it works.
1: That's fair. This, uh this plus he's got
0: plot armor on.
1: Really so. cool because this version, I can't tell if it's actually Ollie or if it's the stunt double because yeah. you totally see his face like in some of these things but it doesn't quite look like Ollie like it looks like it's enough that it's not him i don't know anyways it's just cool cutting in this sequence good job it's fun
0: and it's not a real winner cuz there was a couple of places I mean, there where they did true. actually i mean it's true they cut,
1: did they did some but, strategic cutting so
0: um but yeah it's still great yeah. there's some really good stuff in here like that that throw was really cool and the, then i like it when he kind of gets piled on but then oh yeah yeah air, and then it goes arrow up and the way that they're
1: using the camera in the sequence is cool yeah. like it's not just like i don't know
2: yeah, I don't it's, um, fun. It's, a good, it's fun. It's fun. But it's it's
0: fun to revisit season one. Oliver, who's ruthless and he's definitely dangerous, but he's not the Green Arrow yet. He's yeah. the vigilante at this yeah. point, and so like they're they're the henchmen are winning right now. Yeah, until yeah. he gets out of here. <laughs> that one guy and shoots his
1: arrow off. into nothingness. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing up there.
0: Also, he shoots his arrow into nothingness, and as he's ascending, the cable shoots an arrow at somebody else with the bow that he's ascending with. <laughs> it's a little bit. There's, it's kind
1: of Oh, this is the best part. But his went- landing here. Where he's like, yeah, slow mo, Ali, and he's yeah. he does like a little like um like this that like kneel down land. Yeah. He's never really done one of those before, yeah. and that's like that's kind of a badass chick leg landing yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I really love that that he did it. Because, that but... shot
0: was beautiful and such oh, a great final nice. moment for Stephen Amell as as oh, the Green Arrow. So good. Um,
1: yeah. <gasps> oh, that, that transition was so good. That
0: is probably. The, My favorite transition in the, the entire the series. eyes like the from Ollie's eye the eyes, eyes from to all her eyes, her. oh it it just like it, oh so not good. just like like from a visual like cinematography standpoint it's staged really well it's executed perfectly but from a storytelling perspective it was so perfect yeah and it it's so meaningful because we care about these characters yeah um yeah and that this we- this concept. Mia Smoke yeah. by all accounts we shouldn't like her. Yeah. Because Elicity was one of those things that was a big frustration for the two of us throughout the course of the series. And yet at the end of the day, this happens. Mm-hmm. They have the their daughter, and then we jump to the future. Yeah. And in our grounded arrow show, although we always wanted oh, arrow. Um, to be she a little just bit explained
1: more, all the parts of the arrow yeah. though too for like we still it took Eight er, eight (laughs) Eight
0: seasons. seasons. Um, Yeah, like it it should have been ridiculous for us to get to get the flash forwards to begin with, and then for her to come back twice (laughs) in one season. (laughs) uh, It's all so ridiculous, but because they've crafted that character so well, it it works works. so well, well. Right up to this moment here, where Sarah. (laughs) <laughs> who has the most experience with time travel? So yeah. she's the best person to kind of prep Felicity yeah. for this. Yeah. I, I, we get to this moment of of these two characters. Well, th- this isn't when they actually talk, is it? They don't talk. No, until the she funeral. she
1: she chooses to not talk to yeah. her here during all this stuff because she's like, I I want to watch my daughter grow up. I don't necessarily want to just meet who she yeah. is now. And I think that that's kind of an interesting an interesting choice that like works for, yeah. for what it is. And that also it says something about Mia that she's all right with it too. It also shows, I think that the, her relationship with her mother is different than what it was yeah, previously yeah. because like it would have been, I, I think it would have been. Well, different. And can shout out to this local news anchor who would saw us through eight seasons of yeah. local news on uh, arrow. It was cool. And this Mia like seeing herself in like what she, like yeah. is doing. I don't know. It's it's
0: I, all around. I this is so good though because this is a classic Arrow, huh? Moment of like we can like we can only assume that even in his death, Oliver Queen inspired a new hero. And it's like yeah, but you won't see her again for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> She's yep. gonna save William tonight, and then nothing for 20 years but but we're also meant to believe that somehow there was no crime i don't like the way that they phrase that in in the future stuff. like there's there's no no crime crime. i wanted them i want them to be a little bit more clear of like there's been like like the crime rates are almost non-existent, and there has been no super crime in yes. Star City. Yeah, super
1: crime is a yeah. Maybe that since they just Oliver mean super crime. since
0: Oliver
3: changed everything.
1: <gasps> we're only like forty minutes in. There is a lot of story in There's this episode. There's still a
3: lot left. Yeah, yeah, because
1: uh, none of the other. I guess that the actual yeah. funeral didn't happen.
0: Well, uh, we're back now, and uh, <laughs> this is the it's the foundry. This is back in the day. This is the old. And it, it's funny because it's—I don't think it's the actual old set, but they kind of remade a set to be the old, underneath the verdant, the club verdant.
1: I could write novels about the amount of things that I don't remember about this show. <laughs> there were
0: three bunkers. <laughs> What? The the final bunker is that's the third one because there was this one the foundry which was was his first one which was underneath his nightclub you remember when he had a I night do club remember in the, first the nightclub as a cover right? I'm kind
1: of sad that the nightclub it was verdant right yeah I don't remember um, things
0: and then Detective Lance got too close oh, and they uncovered yeah. it so he had to move to the backup one his backup <laughs> one which was basically just a garage. Right. That just had like the motorcycle and like a couple of training things and his Do I and remember? his suit I and the computer. And then and th- and they were in that one for a while until I think partway through season three when they moved into the new bunker, which is like the the one that they're in at
2: the end.
1: Why would they put an eight by ten of that face so close I don't know. There's just so many photos there that it's like, yeah. did you really?
2: <laughs>
0: I also feel like the queens would have spent a little bit more on on photo frames because that <laughs> that framing job on the on the picture that she picks up is <laughs> it's not the greatest. <laughs> Looks kind of like an IKEA frame without the plastic. Oh, thing.
1: we haven't been to this house in a long time. I forgot about that. Well, we
0: were there last week, but in 2040. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, that's yeah but everything's changed. Right. Everything's yeah. Different. Forget like everything there. you know. Yeah, uh, everything you uh, thought you knew. Yeah, um, because everybody is mostly happy.
2: <laughs> right? Well, Thea
0: Thea ended up still having to go, like, like destroy all the Lazarus pits, so she's been gone forever, but her mother was back at home waiting for her.
1: Yeah, um, I like that they kept her scar. Yeah. I will say that that's, like, a, I, I, because I remember being impressed that they did it to begin with, and it's, I was like, they only get to do that because she's only going to be back in, like, one yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. So, But it's, like, yeah. It's good. Like it's it. not
0: even like a clean scar; like it's pretty rough looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it definitely gives the uh, um, a real badass. This
1: vibe. ship, I totally am on board. Uh-huh, I am sailing on this ship. Well, from season one. Like, from season oh, come one. Come on. So good that I actually didn't appreciate it as much as I should have. That like that's what I'm. That's my OTP of the series. Is man. It? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um. um but yes, also this
1: in is a scene that we've talked in, about a, a, lot already. in a familial way, yeah. this is my OTP of yeah, 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 familial yeah, yeah. relationships is Detective Lance and Laurel. Laurel siren, Laurel.
0: Specifically the black Siren. Actually really. I actually, really think, like I actually think
1: I like it because she's who he died for. Yeah. Like, and and I think that that's significant that, mm-hmm. like, he saw. Oh, I want to cry. I love them so much. They're mm-hmm. But, like, Well, his death saw, is what made like, her a hero. It is. Right? And, and that he, because he, like, knew what she could be and wanted, like, that thing that you. Like, it's. The, the best villain origin stories yeah. are the ones where you realize that they became villains because of a lack of love. And, mm-hmm. like, that is. And it's just so. That that is so important. And, and just inc-
0: like Ben Solo, love is what redeemed her.
1: <laughs> Stop poking the Raylo bear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just kidding. It was uh, being stabbed. I don't know. <laughs> Force magic. That screenwriting is really kind of shaky. But, it doesn't, I don't think but it's he rose up.
1: from a pit. He rised. He the did rise, the rise. He was of Skywalker. Skywalker.
0: Um, Anyways. Yeah, this is that moment that I was talking about with, the like, these these are the three characters that are going to shut down the... Uh, shut down the bunker. The, the bunker, and... Uh, Diggle, Renee, and uh,
1: Dinah.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, when the show started, if you had told me that, like... Tiggle Renee,
1: and Dinah would be the ones yeah, that are, like...
0: They're, like, well, I guess we're done. I guess mission accomplished.
1: Remember that episode where Dinah first came in, and we're, like, this character's way too good to be a one-off, and... But also so out of the blue that it's like, yeah. why are we getting a new canary in the middle of a season?
0: And she had a weird name. Yeah. Like, she had a fake name. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. That, she, and then yeah. when they decided to make her a series regular, she's like, by the way, my name's actually Dinah Drake. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, what? <laughs> right,
1: yeah. Oh, dear. This show has done some weird things. Yeah. especially Because, it.
0: like, at a certain point... We just stopped mentioning, and then I think maybe retconned, <laughs> that Laurel's first name is Dinah.
2: Oh, yeah. I think,
0: yeah, that just went away. And also that her mother's name is Dinah Drake.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because, like,
0: because River Song, what yeah. was the actor? Uh, Alex Kingston. Alex Kingston, who who also we have not seen in a very long time. <laughs> Uh, who's still alive. Like she did. It's not like she ever died or anything. She just went back to central Dude, city. And never do you came remember back.
1: when Felicity's mom dated, um, detective, detective lens?
0: I do because I watched the retrospective yesterday <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah. Felicity's mom. She was like a main character for a, <laughs> a minute. While, there. Yeah, yeah, Um, thank goodness. She wasn't anymore. <laughs> um, not that she was a bad character, but just like yeah. so out of place in later seasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I like that Dino's the one who actually shuts it down. Turn it all off. But that's okay. It'll all be there for yeah. uh, for uh, Mia in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I think if that show gets picked up, they're going to operate out of that clock tower. Because that clock be tower so cool. is so yeah, awesome. It was...
1: And it's bright and above ground and yeah. less yeah. dark and yeah, yeah, dingy. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted the Spectre to show up in this, like, when it was mm. done. I w- because I don't have any context for what the Spectre is or is not. And thought. But that- he.
0: But he died as the Spectre.
1: Well, I don't, whatever. So he's
0: gone, I, gone. I are you sure? He's actually dead. Yeah, actually dead. but, like, it, um, Until it's that's the wrong controller. That's why I can't fast forward with it. I'm, like, <laughs> looking for the fast forward button. It's the wrong controller. <laughs> I, I... There's a character that I didn't realize until the end, but Ray doesn't show up in this episode. Oh And yeah. that, I, I feel, is kind of the... He's the one character that because I'm like, he, oh, yeah, that's kind no, of a bummer that yeah, he's not there.
1: Because he was on this show. Yeah, yeah he
0: started on this show. Mm. Uh, here we're, we're back now. Uh, this is the, this mean, is the actual memorial funeral they statue a lot of people scene. In.
1: Look at that beautiful skyline of Vancouver in the background. Yeah. I like that Vancouver gets a little bit of a... Shout out. Shout out. Uh, but I mean, I couldn't tell you what the name of that flag building is anyways, like with all the little like, pla- it's like the Canada... Canada Place. Canada Place. Okay. Yeah, it's is Canada that what Place. It is? Yeah, okay.
0: yeah. It's really easy to remember. It's the country we live in <laughs> and it's a place. It's Canada Place.
1: <laughs> that Canada Place. Yeah, that's It's fair. okay. You're from the Okanagan. I <laughs> um, I do like that Tommy is not introduced before this scene yeah. and he's just there and I go, hey, it's Tommy. <laughs>
0: yeah. There's Mark that's Guggenheim in the back cool. there. i uh, wow. Oh,
1: the big tall dude, where I was like, why would they place this person right? Yeah, I'm like, why did they place this really prominent dude behind? (laughs) Like, I was like, what a weird placement for an extra. Uh, That makes sense that he was important. I
0: understand that this is what we could afford, so that's how many people are there. That's how many extras. But also, he saved the multiverse, (laughs) and I know that like we're talking about, he saved the city.
1: It's an exclusive club of Is people it, uh, that were specifically invited for this unveiling, because they only had so many candles.
0: I am not a huge fan of this statue. It's a
1: weird statue because right? he's like he's looking down and just, like he kind seems of
0: like, really bummed. And yeah. what I I want him like shooting an arrow. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, wanted to, I just would like I mean, the statue to be a fair. Little bit more dynamic. It does
1: encompass it. the show in a really kinda <laughs> poignant way. It kind of does. <laughs> to be like, womp womp.
0: Yeah. Um, but he's solemn and like but thankfully oh you
1: know what cuz he doesn't it's have to fight anymore yeah, they yeah, probably thought yeah, yeah. really sure. long and hard about the statue and the fact that like he doesn't have to shoot his arrows anymore he can put his bow down cuz he saved the he saved everything um i love that everybody had to wear like use umbrellas for this sequence like this scene and then you can tell that the rain stopped near the end when like the core characters don't have umbrellas but they had to keep the umbrellas for everybody else because yeah. otherwise it would have broke stuff cuz it's like or I don't know magically Diggle and the Flash and Supergirl don't get wet even mm-hmm. though they don't have umbrellas it's yeah. pretty it's pretty it's pretty interesting but yeah we had some real bad weather it's
0: <laughs> um I like Thea's hair in this shot in this scene yeah yeah I I moment. I really like this. I uh, there was a uh, they sort of alluded to it earlier
1: that your sisters will be at the yeah. yeah sis- um,
0: but I do like this moment of Emiko and and Thea mm-hmm. finally getting to meet, mm-hmm. um, and but that when Emiko is alive.
1: It was one of those things though. When earlier in the episode it said your sisters will be there, and I was like, oh, I forgot about somebody, didn't I? And it wasn't <laughs> until watching this that I was like, oh right, that's who I forgot about. Yeah.
0: So. Um, and this is good. I love this. It's like, so you're from another Earth. Well, I just learned that I
1: died, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and
0: I'm not dead. Okay. And I then we get love the reveal.
1: Tommy, Tommy. So good. I'm so pleased that Tommy is alive.
0: This, yeah, there, this moment when when he like talks about this, this kind of this yeah. got me a little bit. Yeah, that it's like um, they
1: that she has. There's consequences to her death. Yeah, in a way that like. Is integral to some characters so yeah and then they don't really know how to deal with it
0: yeah yeah it's good anyways uh, man katie cassidy is so good she is she's so good um, but then, that yeah then we good. very quickly just like okay let's go over to these two but
1: this good umbrella like like the good walk and talk reveal-y type things i'm i'm pleased with how stuff is yeah i don't know i think it's just
0: i love the aspect of this that talia i said to crystal like when this happened when talia shows up there i'm like She's a supervillain. Why is she there? (laughs) But I like that in this moment, like she's holding the umbrella over Nyssa and these two who have fought like life or death battles against each other. That in this moment when Nyssa is grieving, Talia is still her sister.
3: Right. Right.
0: Yeah. And she holds the umbrella for her and she's kind of, she's kind of standing over her there uh guarding her and yeah. it's and they talk about their father and you know I'm sorry about your husband and it's like oh yeah that's right they were married for a right. second there and technically never unmarried. <laughs> technically um, not. Yeah. yeah. And then here same. we get this is the this is the big moment, right? Of the yeah, the two the same, of them yeah. going to meet.
1: It's good casting. I'll give them that. yeah she looks like (laughs) their daughter yeah
0: yeah and and then on top of it her performance she looks so much like felicity in the sense that she is a blonde white girl yeah yeah. (laughs) um but like like they do like their features are very similar but then her performance is so stephen amell it's so oliver in a lot of moments especially the darker timeline version of her um that it just like it's it, it sinks that up um
1: Ugh, i'm sad that this ship never sailed come on felicity and barry are so much better together than cute together uh, um like, but I guess andy will be mad at mad, you i'm sorry
0: the um, west allen the... is
1: that the most interesting narrative choice that they could have made i don't on that i'm not
0: gonna look <laughs> all right
1: I, okay i hope people understand that as a blanket statement yeah. Unless the show is about the main couple falling in love, yeah. as with all Korean dramas, <laughs> unless that's what it's about, I am never interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in, the, in main the main character storyline, yeah. never bones. I could gaf about that hey, main storyline. We don't, story we don't like, need to come on, yeah, but like, but not. the secondary characters. I yeah. love them yeah, so yeah, yeah, much yeah, yeah. and I'm so pleased and sad and heartbroken when they break up and things like that where it's like there's I'm very invested in yeah. certain relationships but when it's the main characters I'm invested more about other things than their relationship so that's why that's that's where my that's where my
0: I'm I'm glad that the other two uh like that the that the 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 other elements of the trinity were represented in this cuz we get Barry and we get uh Supergirl mm-hmm. but um cara i'm not say her actual name when it's my daughter's name yeah, but yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. um I, it's funny to me that like nobody else really showed up like sarah's there because because yeah. she's the leader of the the legend so they she's there for the they legends, had to have but, so many other people though but, that were, yeah yeah but there's, there's oh yeah there's
1: curtis yeah it's um, good it's and that Diggle says stuff. You're right. Like that that core of Diggle. This and this Ollie, this did get
0: like, me. And like like I didn't I didn't actually cry while watching this, but like this did hit me emotionally seeing everybody there. Oh,
1: I straight up cried during the like Laurel Lance.
0: Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I. It's, it was like look, I got close. I got close in this scene because this. This it's a big deal. Like, like when we look around and we see all these characters, Mm -hmm. and that his last act was to bring back so many of these people, um, and to sort of fix everything and create a better world for everybody, Um, and
1: bring little Sarah back. That's my favorite thing. That Ziegler's daughters back. Oh yeah, that was so so good. Because
0: it was such. I was so upset by that.
1: Oh, we were. I think we were. The consequence. That was one of the things that I think we were.
0: Yeah. Because at that point, Sarah hadn't been brought back to life yet. Oh, right. So, it was really upsetting. That they, that, like, erased her that, yet. Yeah, like, th- like Diggle and Lila named her yeah. Sarah because yeah. Sarah died protecting the city. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big deal. And then they were like, well, now it's JJ. Yeah.
1: Oh, so this meteorite. Oh, wait. Yep. So, sorry. It, the impli- implication, though, is that both of those kids exist, right? That JJ... And, and Sarah. Sarah exists. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, hopefully yeah,
0: yeah. if Green Air on the Canaries gets picked up, we'll get yeah. more of that. But, yeah. um, yes, that, so it's really Who's, interesting. Oh, that's, okay. That that's was Renee, Renee. Yeah, yeah. Okay. at his campaign headquarters. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I wanted to see Dinah be abducted into the future or something, like, but the implication is that it, we, is don't, we don't We can't, know. we're not can't. ready for that we, answer. We don't yet. know why, like how that's she gonna gets be a taken big to the, it's yeah. like how she ends up in the yeah. future. Yeah. yeah. But.
0: Oliver Queen Memorial Drive. I love it. Yep. So Um, So this moment here, it's really interesting because they've talked about it now, um, about about what this means. For the
1: Green Lantern stuff, yeah.
0: It doesn't mean anything until it means something. So there's a reason why we don't see the ring. There's a reason why he doesn't put it on. There's a reason why. So they're literally not allowed to say that that he is that he becomes a green lantern yeah we're like dc told them even in interviews they're not allowed to say that that was the green lantern ring like what oh, yeah. else could it possibly that, yeah yeah.
1: but it's like but but
0: we're not allowed it's, yeah. we're not allowed
1: yeah but i like that they still did it anyway like they, yeah. that it's implied and we can decide what we want to as a as a as viewers and things yeah. like that
0: Um, So so here we flash forward back to 2040, but a different 2040. It's a little bit. It's
1: very unclear whether or not this is the same 2040, Uh, whatever. But also like, I, I guess because of the like death thing and the like, what's actually happening and where is she going?
2: Yeah.
1: Is an interesting that, that she, they use the word afterlife in this.
0: Yeah. So here's a, here's a, a fun uh, moral question does this count as suicide
1: yeah right she wasn't yeah.
0: unhealthy she yeah. wasn't terminally ill or like
1: yeah i didn't know that she, she was going to die with him like she that just was... made
0: the decision to join him in heaven to yeah. die yeah and join him in heaven it's yeah, it's a weird. It's a it's a, they wrote themselves into this. They did corner where but... they
1: didn't know what to. They couldn't because I don't think she was originally supposed to go there. I don't know. I kind of thought that she I, was gonna go. Do I think something they different.
0: knew. I think they knew last season when they wrote that 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 was the end of the story and that that's what it was.
1: I okay. I but... mean, I hate how pandery it is, but I get why Alyssy fans love this, and I'm okay with it. The red pen in her mouth and the like.
0: I I actually really loved all of this yeah. because it's it was so unintentional that that Felicity even became a thing she wasn't right. part of the series from the beginning right yeah it was emily bett Rickard showed up
1: and was she awesome she was
0: supposed to be there yep. for a day yeah and ended up being one of the main pillars of the sh- of the series yeah and you know like in later seasons yes it got a little bit frustrating but remember back to season 1 2 three, Th- even three like she was great hashtag Went- yeah hashtag foligal which
2: <laughs>
0: in the future in the future and this is one of the reasons why green arrow and the canaries is so important to me my ship from this series oh yeah is the ship in the future but like it's a double ship <laughs> because it's like which one of them is she gonna end up with his actual son or his adopted son. And I'm just like, yes, justice vindication. But I really loved that moment of, of him being like, this is where I first, the first time I saw you. And she's like, no, that was down in the IT office. And he's like, actually. And then we flash back to, I think it's either season three or four when he had that one mission where he, oh, he goes back, back to star oh, city right. yeah, 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 and nobody yeah, yeah. knew that he was yeah, there yeah, yeah, and he yeah. was he was uh and, to, and he yeah, helped yeah, tommy yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and and uh, uh
1: right yeah when we brought tommy and Thea, yeah.
0: um and there was that scene and i was like oh yeah i totally forgot about that but but they did it that's yeah. it the episode just <sighs> ended arrows done this is it all done we're all done quiver I'm mean, gonna uh, have real bad anxiety tomorrow. Are you?
1: <laughs> I think so. Well, I mean, also because work is stressful, but like, yeah, <laughs> it's multiple things.
0: Well, it's I. Uh, it's all this it's isn't... it's all you now. Wow. Like I'm done. Yeah. With talking about Arrow, I never have to talk about another episode of Arrow. I'm gonna
1: ever make again. you podcast about Arrow, be- like again. No, but I never have to talk about Arrow yeah, this again. Specific show.
0: Um. Yeah, no, I know for sure that like there will be a week where you need a co-host to jump mm-hmm. in or you need me to fill in for, for you me, or something most, like that. It
1: will most likely be yeah. that one. <laughs> and
0: and I'll have to jump on and podcast and and talk about it. Um but uh yeah. It's uh We
1: talked about a lot of things. For uh, the last just while. tonight? Yeah. I feel like I feel well, like we're, there's at, been... we're
0: at 2 hours and 14 minutes. And I came here so
1: late. I'm sorry that this is happening. Um,
0: That gives you guys a hint of how much content there is after the music. But um, hashtag quiver all the way. Make sure that you listen through. Um, Yeah. I mean, before we get into the whole uh, outro rigmarole uh, stuff, I'm just admiring your Wonder Woman. uh, My uh, phone backward. My phone background. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, Thunderquack.com, please Follow us over there don't uh don't don't lose the podcast um we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about geeky stuff and all the tangent stuff that you guys uh for some reason have enjoyed um, <laughs> when we're supposed to be talking about arrow uh we're gonna keep doing that over on Thundercrack. so uh follow us over there join us over there because that's a podcast that doesn't have an end that's a podcast that we just do, do until we die <laughs> um, uh I'm so excited
1: to talk about things that I'm like super like jazzed about. Yeah. And just like,
0: that's the thing that I am probably the most excited about. It's like guaranteed there will be some moments where we talk about stuff where it's like, you know, we thought this was going to be great and then it ended up mm -hmm. being disappointing. Um, but for the most part, we, we get to choose what we're going to talk about every week. Mm -hmm. And that means that we're just going to talk about stuff that we're excited about. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be, it's just going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh yeah i'm excited about that i got we got that and i got clone wars coming back which is gonna be fun to podcast about uh it's good it's the the future is bright for me for podcasting Mm -hmm. um and man they're gonna announce
1: they've gotta do it i thought that they might
0: do it yesterday like yeah like before before the the final Mm -hmm. episode premiered that they would Mm -hmm. be like we're gonna pick it up but um they might wait they might wait a little while it's hopefully not too long but um i mean i mean really hopefully this isn't the last episode of of arrow quiver because hopefully kat mcnamara has read all of the tweets and and says hey yeah i will come on your podcast (laughs) and uh and we can and we can get her to come on and talk about all of the
1: future Um, of arrow this week
0: but uh as for regular episodes, regularly scheduled episodes of quiver the green arrow podcast
2: this is that's one. it yeah
0: that's it for me yeah. uh, i don't even know do i even like do the whole thing no man cuz there's no mean, like there's no
1: more news well
0: there might be there might be if news it, yeah you guys know it's quiverpodcast.com but actually I, it won't be cuz soon it's just going to be thunderquack so you're yeah. just going to go to thunderquack.com for the news yeah. thunderquack.com/quiver mm-hmm. will be the mm-hmm. the specifically the the quiver page but um yeah but you can still follow everything on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and stuff yeah. at quiverpodcast you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at arkwulf
1: you can follow me also i'm at akonkin a-k-o-n-k-i-n you can add an 86 to that for instagram
0: uh and i and now that arrow is done like (laughs) this is the weirdest thing mid-season
1: yeah right i mean like
0: everything else is now just like ramping up towards the end of their their seasons um and all of it's been renewed for next year so um uh go to dctvpodcast.com and check out all those other podcasts because there are some great podcasts yeah. on DC TV podcasts um, and great shows to listen to podcasts about. So.
1: People should ask us if, if you want us to come on to your podcasts, too. I'm not saying that we would, but, like, that would be kind of cool if you want some, like, opinions of of opinionated people yeah
2: (laughs) yeah if you find if you find that you're too cheerful if
1: you find that your podcast is too positive and you'd like a little bit of criticism thrown in there a little bit of negativity yeah happy to happy to help
0: uh yeah absolutely um
1: but i mean we're still around
0: yep uh we will be around over at thunderquack.com. And there are other podcasts at ThunderQuack.com to check out as well. So uh, go do that.
1: And join our, like, Patreon Facebook group. It's probably the best way to stay in direct contact yeah. with you and I. Which is a dollar. Specifically. Like, that's a dollar like, a month. It's it's really nothing. cool. It's a really cool community and yeah. where I find the majority of my news about anything to do with, like, D.C.
0: Listen, you can't get a chocolate bar for a
1: dollar well. anymore. So you right? get some good old conversation
0: but yeah you can be a part of an awesome awesome community um yeah and especially like in the last year i feel like that community has really like everybody is so tight now mm-hmm. and it's such a it's like every they're we're all friends yeah. and and it's it's really cool to um, To be a part of that and to have a place to go, like, look, if you are listening to this podcast, you you're sitting at your desk and you're listening to this podcast, and you're you're just like, I wish that somebody in this office cared about Arrow as much <laughs> as I do and could understand why I'm upset <laughs> listening to the last episode of Quiver. I those people exist and they are. They are in the Thunderquack Patreon group yeah. on Facebook. Um, so
1: right after you've pulled your car over to the side of the road yeah. to subscribe to our <laughs> Thunderquack podcast and rated us over there on iTunes, yeah. you're going to pop over to Patreon and become a Patreon so that you can then join the yep. Facebook group and then you're going to post about whatever nerdy stuff you want. Because yep. as much as we do talk about Arrow, we talk about lots of nerdy stuff. I love
0: yeah. it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Go support us over there. If you want us to continue doing this nonsense, um, which yeah. a bunch of you do, enough of you do that we can never stop. I love it.
1: I It has been eight years. Yeah. And like what Thunder has existed for like five of for those five. years. And I bet you that there are people that listen to us that could recite the whole end part that you do where you're like,
2: yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
1: I could not. I'm trying to you, be like, I wonder if I could do it. And I'm trying it in my head and I'm like, I could not. I could not do it if I had to like right now and be like, let's just switch up our end sign offs for the day. <laughs>
2: you want
0: to just reverse know. it? Yeah. No, you can't no, do it. I can't do it. No, that's fine. I'm sorry. It, look, that's <laughs> what this podcast has been all the way through. And I don't expect I it to up. change right now. I show but up. Uh, like I said, I said to you privately last week, I was like, Look, if this show goes, <laughs> uh, I it's keep you it going. It's you. you gotta- I'm very
1: good at leaving things when i have to but also very good at not doing anything when i don't have to yeah called delegation thanks (laughs) but in this in this case i didn't actually make you do anything i just like the lack of me doing things requires (laughs) you to do them. that's (laughs) it's called reverse delegation
0: (laughs) i'm glad that you phrase it that way and you didn't like sanitize it of like like, well, you know, I, I, I'm not doing them, but it's okay. Cause you're doing them. No, 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 you don't do any of it. So I have to do all of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, that's okay. And that'll continue on Thunderquack. I'm yeah, sure.
1: It's a, a a long and proud tradition on, yeah. <laughs> on our podcast.
0: I, I rolled my eyes real, real hard. If you guys couldn't hear that at home. Um, what a great note to end on. <laughs> Thank you, everybody who's been listening uh, from the beginning. Uh, I, yeah, it's 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 been kind of crazy. Um, we've made a lot of friends along the way and uh, and some of those friendships are very, very important to me, so I, I'm super grateful for that. and uh, like, but the most important friendship along the way is my friendship with Amanda. And Aww. I don't know that we would be as connected now if this um, podcast um, if, if this, we if we know. didn't do this podcast and if it weren't for Arrow. And mm-hmm. you are not just an important person in my life, but also to my wife and more importantly to to my kids so that's uh like you're Auntie Mandy and that's way more important than just being my co-host on Quiver so
1: it it's true man I wouldn't you're the only person that I see consistently in my life like as much as like I see my friends a lot and all that stuff but like this is something that yeah it's wow yeah it's weird yeah so thank you, uh, thank you guys thank for you listening
0: Mike. and making this thing a thing that we could not quit. Yeah, because uh, because uh, it's because it has been a really big part of our lives for the last eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to Stephen Amell, I well, think, as
3: well. Not Just only have to for like being yeah, being
1: out. like the the. The centerpiece of the whole Arrowverse, yeah. but also really important to us and to yeah. fans all over. And, yeah, for and, what
0: for what he did to, for to us for, for us, us. Yeah, in the in the in the second season, um, yeah, I, he cares
1: about what he's doing and yep. what he does, and he's yep. Canadian. Do people like we don't talk about that enough haven't talked too? About it at all. Well, well like, you know,
0: he's kind of he's kind of gone American on us. He a has, but he still but, started Canadian. Yeah, that's know. true. I kind of um,
1: like that. That like when people. He got his own yeah.
0: Go and just give him a little bit of extra love. Cause, cause love. I, I think that like this, it's, this has been tough. It's been yeah. tough for him to, to finish this up and yeah. move on to the next thing. And uh, I also think it's been exhausting for him for the last eight years really for him, like probably more like nine years, um, to start this, this stuff and the pressure of that coming off of Smallville, um, and, and the expectation for the CW of, like, that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to have pulled that off and then and then try to maintain that yeah for eight years. Um,
1: and have jerks on the internet talk about how... And have jerks we- like us on the internet <laughs> talk about, criticize the
0: show. But uh, I, I, to carry so much of mm-hmm. this DC universe mm-hmm. uh, on the CW... And and we wouldn't have all of those other great shows without really like I think he is such an important part of that, not yeah. just because of his performance, but because of who he was as a person and mm-hmm. how he really fostered the fandom mm-hmm. and created a space where it was okay for us to be as geeky about this mm-hmm. as as we are. Um mm-hmm. and, and I think he I think he actually changed the conversation, um, certainly at the CW, but even just kind of in Hollywood in general. When we think about eight years ago, the way that stars and social media did a lot of that, but he embraced that, and mm-hmm. I think like he was sort of he was part of the vanguard mm-hmm. of stars on social media really interacting with their fan base, yeah. not just having a page and using it as a promotional thing but to really like create a community around that and and make it important
1: ask where the fans are like the fact that in the second season of the show he asked the internet about podcasts that he could be on and then actually go on the podcast is such a cool i don't know he's such a cool guy yeah i'm very excited
0: yep so i'm yeah i'm excited for what he does next Mm -hmm. but uh, uh but that's it that's it. It's really hard to end this. I don't know, like, how do you just end eight years of podcasting? But I, uh, I, uh, I guess you just do. I guess, I guess, there's nothing else to say. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, I'll look. I, will catch you on the next episode of the Thunderquack podcast. But uh, that's it for Quiver.
1: Stay sharp, barrelheads.
0: I was saying that I think what, what happened, cause I'm noticing this it's, so both shows ended at the same time for me. Right? right. Like, um, resistance, we just recorded our final episode last night, um, and released it this morning. So star Wars resistance is done, but rebel cells isn't done. Right. Right. Like rebel cells, like we got clone wars in three weeks. So, um,
1: So So for me, it's like, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. and and the point of Rebel Cells was that every time a show would end, it was like, okay, well, I guess now we got to do a whole new thing. So like Clone Wars ended, we stopped doing Frontlines and we switched over to do the Rebels podcast and expecting everybody will just everybody will just subscribe. Right. Like everybody who listens has been like they love the podcast. They're going to come follow us to the next thing. They did not. So when it when we knew that Star Wars Rebels was ending in season four, I made the decision of, okay, we're going to pivot. And instead of this, instead of shutting down Rebels podcast and starting a new podcast for whatever the next show is, which ended up being Star Wars Resistance, it was like, okay, well, we talked about Freemaker Adventures before we've talked about other animated stuff. Like, we're, like, the, this is technically a continuation of Frontlines. Like, let's just come up with something that's all-encompassing for Star Wars animation. So whenever they come out with an animated series, it's just part of this show, mm-hmm. right? So Resistance ends, and the Clone Wars is coming back, and then there's rumors that there's a sequel series to Rebels coming out this winter. So, like, we don't have to worry about it. Like, whatever the next thing is, we just keep going, and then we don't lose our audience, Right. Which is exactly what we're gonna do with Quiver. If, like Andy was asking me, and he was like, "So are you, like you're gonna do a new thing?" You're, and I was like, "No, no, it's gonna be Quiver. Quiver mm-hmm. is Quiver. It's mm-hmm. Quiver the Green Arrow Podcast. Mm-hmm. We, just because I didn't want to call it Quiver the Arrow Podcast, right? right? Yeah, like yeah. I wanted to call it the Green Arrow Podcast. We kind of backed into that by accident, but mm-hmm. it's perfect because mm-hmm. it means that when green arrow and the canaries gets picked up yeah. that we just continue right mm-hmm. and even like let's say green arrow and the canaries runs five six seven seasons and then it ends um and there's no green arrow show on for a while but then five years later they do another show about the green arrow like they reboot it from the beginning and it's like, well, we could pick that up at that point. Yeah, now, yeah. I like maybe not us, but yeah, somebody yeah. could pick that up, right? We would still have have that that um, sort of like the brand value of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because of that, c- yeah. rolling into the end of Resistance, it was like, and Resistance wasn't my favorite, so we were kind of like, okay, we're just gonna get through this, and then we know that we've got Clone Wars, which is mm-hmm. gonna be awesome. Um, just right on the other side of it. So it was like, we'll get through this last few episodes. The last five episodes ended up actually being really good, but it was just kind of, it's kind of similar to arrow of like, we're going to get through this. We're going to power through it. And then,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, we'll be onto the, to the, to the next thing. And that'll be much better. It'll be much more enjoyable. We'll be more energized about it. Um, similarly with this, it's like I've, because I'm so worried about everything else with Thunderquack. I have been focused on arrow is going to end and then I mean? need to sort yeah. out everything for Thunderquack. quack. We right, need yeah. to be ready to, to like yeah. rock and roll on that. And it like including all of the server changeovers and stuff like that. So like my life for the last three weeks has been prepping a bunch of stuff to get ready for basically next week. Cause the next two or three weeks I'll have off of podcasting and hopefully I'll be able to rest a little bit before we get back into it. But this is I'll good. we're taking have... next week
1: off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay, but
0: I'll also have a little bit of extra time cause I won't have to edit or post podcasts right, yeah. to go in, do all the stuff that I need to do in Spreaker to, to tweak it and tune it up and fix everything before we're ready to start putting out episodes cuz i have to do it for thunderquack first and foremost cuz we're going to be doing the ads and then the ad free with the new patreon scheme but then with the rebel cells stuff i i need to be ready to go on that because this clone war stuff is going to be high downloads right. so i don't want to miss that opportunity of the fresh episodes getting you know a few couple thousand downloads with ads because that's how we're going to make money now. Right? right. So, um, so I've got to get all that stuff prepped and ready to go. So I've been thinking on that. So the end of arrow was not this like celebration of arrow. It was like, okay, let's just get this out of the way. So last night I go to sit down and watch the show. and I'm like, yeah, we really messed this up. Yeah. This should <laughs> like, be a bigger deal. We should be like talking to our audience about this yeah. more, but it's just one of those things it, but like even just kind of like I'm mad that I didn't
1: just think fire. to come and hang yeah, out just, with you just and just watch it, it and be like, this yeah. has been like eight years of our life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of just sort of
2: yeah.
1: done now.
0: But but like I think that the like we already started Thunderquack. Yeah. Right. And I think that over the summer we had way more fun doing Thunderquack yeah. than we yeah. have doing have been doing Arrow in a long time. So it it was like okay, well, I guess we're done for now. And then Cassie was born. And then we rolled into to Arrow for the final season. And it's like, yeah, it's been, it has been fun, but it's also been a bit of a slog at times as well. And I, uh, so it's just like, I don't know, like I'm I am ready for the show to be done. Andy has been bugging me all week mm-hmm. about like, and 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 I gave him a hard time for it on the the live show as well. Mm. Of like, he keeps talking about it like I'm dying, <laughs> like Oliver died and I'm dying too. Yeah. And uh, and it's like, dude, like it's a like the show is ending. The show we've been maligning for the last five years <laughs> is is ending. And yeah, there have been some some great episodes uh, over that last five years, but. Um, like I said on the live show it's like I, I love Arrow I just wish they'd made more than two seasons of it right like it's been since season two and the retrospective which you didn't watch right
1: Unfortunately, yeah the not.
0: retrospective was actually really fun to watch and that would have been fun to watch yeah
1: like that should have been something um, that we because
0: were like thinking of it was just like kind of going back through all of it and going like oh yeah that actually like that was really great that was really cool that was exciting um, but in particular season two, um, but yeah, so it's like, like I, I said to Andy today, he was, he, 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 uh, made yet another, uh, uh, sort of like, uh, saccharine sappy sentiment at me. And I was like, Andy, it's just, the show's just ending. <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, um, and like the, like last night. Uh, after, after watching the show, uh, I messaged him. And was like, well, I guess we're done then.
2: Yeah, friendship yeah, over. Yeah, and
0: yeah. Uh, and then he posted it on Twitter, and we had some fun with it. But but yeah, I was just like, man, like like it's just like this is not as emotional for me. As it, as I think it is for you, like don't, because he was like, how come I can't? How come you're just like giving me like one word responses? Yeah. And I was like, first of all, I'm at work right now. Yeah. And second, I just like I don't care as much about the fact that the show is ending. A because like because great, we are released from this. Yeah. It's like it's like the end of Aladdin when when he's he's like, well, I guess 10, I'll give you your third years. wish, and and Aladdin's like, I wish you free, and then the shackles come off, and he's like, wait wait what, what? what quick, quick 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 A- ask for something <laughs> ask for the, the the nile and he's like you know i i it's like that i'm like we're. i am finally free and we can go we can do thunder quack um and uh and talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about and uh and clone wars is coming back and and uh like that's all that's exciting stuff for me so yeah and then on top of it it's like if green arrow and the canaries gets picked up i just get to watch that show yeah. and and enjoy it so cuz like i just watched titans right i just watched the whole two seasons of it really um and like once i got through the first 3 episodes it gets substantially better and then once you're emotionally connected to the characters it doesn't matter when it sucks
2: right cuz like That's in fair. season
0: 2 there's a few parts where it's like this kind of sucks but at the same time i'm like first of all this is something that arrow would have done for a whole season at one point dick grayson ends up in jail and like they did that on arrow but it lasted like seven episodes (laughs) and it was like dragging out and now on teen titans they did it in one episode basically um so it's like by comparison i'm like i'm like you know what it's this is this is fine (laughs) And also because you don't have to talk about it on a podcast, you don't have to, or at least not in the depth that we have to talk about it for Arrow, for Quiver. It's like you can just, the bad stuff rolls off and then all you're left with is the good stuff. Right? So I'm excited to get back to being able to watch these shows with that mentality. The fact that I'm not podcasting about them. Um, and I don't know. It's it'll make it'll be really interesting when we get to the Marvel stuff in the fall, um, and with enough said with that podcast of like, am I gonna, am I gonna be able to maintain that? Just enjoy those shows and right. not be super critical if they if they don't end up being what I expect them to be. I'm not too worried about it. I think it'll probably be some more similar to to the Mandalorian. Um, although with the Mandalorian, I am fully conscious of the fact that because I I was tuned into other people who were being hypercritical of it, I was maybe um, well, more right. defensive yeah, 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 yeah. of like like I don't know what your problem is. This is. It's not what I expected it to be, which was really great because I expected it to be something that I didn't care about. Right, yeah. And it ended up being actually just live-action so Clone It
1: was so fun. It was so fun.
0: That's the thing. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, humdrum, like, yeah. like, oh, this is, like, Game of Thrones, but Star Wars. And so, mm-hmm. I don't want that. That's not Star Wars, yeah. right? Um, I want Star Wars to be a little bit silly and a little bit cute and a little bit ridiculous from time to time. Otherwise, it's not Star Wars. Like my favorite moment in the last Jedi is when he's drinking green milk from a sea cow and just gives Ray that look of like, yeah, you want me to be your master? This is what you get. And, and she's just like, Oh, gross. Um, that's cause it's the Yoda thing of like when Yoda is brooding around his thing and stealing his lamp, oh, it's right. the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. right? I like that, that aspect of star Wars and not everybody wants that aspect of star Wars which I totally understand, but heartily disagree with. <laughs> um, anyways, do you want to talk about Arrow? You just want to get yeah, into sure. it? You don't have anything else to talk about?
2: Uh, this is like, our
0: last hashtag
1: quiver our all last the way. Hashtag quiver all the way. No, there's so much pressure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, aside, I mean, I can talk about my anxiety in my own work, lot, <laughs> but no.
0: I don't think that uh, anybody listening to the podcast needs own, to. Needs no, me. I that's not what i said okay i don't think they need to uh, hear it gotcha. because your anxiety will be palpable <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> and uh just considering for for a moment uh if the audience is anything like us they don't need extra anxiety yeah, that's they fair. probably generate enough that's of their fair. own um that's
1: fair. i know i'm guess, just teasing i mean the thing for me with the like the is that I feel like I still I'm not losing anything because we're going to continue to podcast. Yeah. I think what I'm worried about is like not ending with a bang but a whimper is like if something happens over the course of the next couple of years with Thunderquack and we just sort of lose that community that we built up with Quiver and everything yeah. that I like. Like I hope that that doesn't happen. I
0: it, it I think because I will be able to focus more on the Thundercrack podcast, like, so uh, people may have noticed, but probably not. They, the, I changed over some of the accounts. So the Facebook account, the Twitter account, um, the Instagram was already kind of this way, but everything previously was Thundercrack podcast network. Cause it was like, Oh, well this is the umbrella entity that mm-hmm. everything else is under. But now since that's actually going to be the, the lead podcast for the network like that's the number one thing because right. that's what the patreon is about mm-hmm. um i switched everything over and it's just Thunderquack, right, right? Okay. so that's part of me going like okay the way that we use these accounts is going to be a little bit different previously it was like okay if you like Thunderquack on facebook it's because you want to get updates on all of the shows and right. that's going to stop
3: Oh, okay. It's like
0: if you care about the shows, go check out the shows. Hmm. And when there are logical places to to link to the other shows, we will. But the idea of the individual shows also posting links to their episodes on the Thunderquack page that's going to go away because gotcha. that yeah. page is going to be about our continuing conversation right. with the Thunderquack audience. So I think because we'll be able to do that, because we're moving over to Spreaker from Libsyn, where Libsyn we were paying for hosting, and with Spreaker we're being paid to produce podcasts, essentially. Um, Like, I paid via advertising dollars, Mm -hmm. right? But – that means that, that every dollar that we get from Spreaker, every dollar that we get from Patreon is money that we put back into Thunderquack. whether it's equipment. We're set here, although I want to get you a microphone for, for your place. but
1: So that I can podcast from home?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so excited.
0: But we'll be able to do things like I'll be able to make sure that everybody has proper equipment. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to make sure that people who need software can get software. Mm-hmm. So things like, like uh, uh, using Adobe Audition instead of using Audacity and stuff like that. So we'll be able to start doing stuff like that, which will bring up the quality, but we'll also be able to do stuff like actually pay for marketing. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so we'll be able to like use like Facebook. And like when, when something's going to be zeitgeisty, mm-hmm. we can we can make sure that it's out there. Yeah. Right. So when our sure. review for, um, so like, I think probably the first thing that we'll come back and do, uh, will be a review for birds of prey. Right. Oh, so right, I think yeah, like, yeah. I yeah. don't know. I think it's, n- is it next Friday or the Friday after? I, I am it's, not paying attention to any movies Friday. right now. So I think that you and I should go see birds of prey and then, do and a then podcast. That's a about it. Um, because that's a really great transition of like, here's the first episode of Thunderquack. It's, it's something DC it, yeah. related. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, I like Black that. Canary. So it's I it's connected like it. to everything. Um, but yeah, like we'll be able to eventually when we do something like that when we do a movie review on the podcast we'll be able to boost yeah, that next on facebook boost that on instagram make sure that people actually see it P- make sure that people outside of the people who follow us yeah yeah will we'll be able to
1: see it yeah so that cool. we can
0: grow the audience
1: Ooh, ali wong is in it i didn't know ali wong it? yeah
0: it's uh it's got a really good cast yeah, um, really and good it's getting cast. really I'm good excited. reviews it's getting it's nice. it's getting really positive uh uh, nice. uh feedback i right like Christmas
1: so. too i'm excited
0: it's uh yeah I'm yeah I like the Woohoo. I like the whole thing. Did you see the um the that tweet that was kind of going a little bit viral of the guy who was like uh DC and Warner Brothers don't know what they're doing if they want people to go see Birds of prey, then they need to stop removing all of the sex appeal from these characters. Because these characters are supposed to be sexy because they're comic book characters, mm-hmm. and the main audience for comic book movies is guys, and guys wanna see sex appeal, so this movie's gonna fail. And then everybody retweeting it and going like, Uh, dude. If you're looking at this movie and you don't think that these characters have sex appeal, you there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Like when you look at that main cast, like the, the the three main superhero characters of Harley Quinn, played by Margot Robbie, probably one of the most beautiful women on the planet. And then I I, I Helena Bertinelli, the huntress, is um I never Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm-hmm from scott pilgrim ramona flowers right and and sh- like she looks great her costume's awesome and then i uh, you know
1: that was ramona flowers yeah
0: and then cool. black canary is um is it journey i think it's journey smollett or something like that like i can't remember her name right now but that might be it uh Charlene? But-
1: nope that's Brittany. oh yeah journey small yeah
0: yeah yeah she is also beautiful yeah. and looks great in this movie. So like if you are having a hard time finding the sex appeal in Birds of Prey, yeah. You maybe you need to go speak with a therapist mm-hmm. about about what's going on with you cuz it's right there. Like um yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just uh, completely absurd. But then also the idea of like these characters need to basically be in their underpants in order to be sexy is like you're just I,
1: you're not watching tv right it's yeah funny. like you're doing it i mean it's, it's it, a good like way to end quiver all the way is like talking yeah. about like i like korean dramas <laughs> and yeah, like yeah,
0: go ahead just what you're <laughs> i concede the floor to you <laughs>
1: right well i mean i just in terms of um like stuff that i keep watching the have you have you seen train to busan no, I haven't. Okay. Anyways, but that dude is like in a bunch of stuff, and yeah. like as like Korean like Korean dramas, like drama based things, and it's just really cool to see him like moving into into other roles. But anyways, Parasite, which is doing really well. Have I talked about Parasite on the no, on the podcast I don't before? Think so. And just how um, I'm very pleased. I mean, it's nominated for a lot of mainstream categories at the Academy Awards, yeah. and yet there's still a lot of talk of it being like americanized and being like well people need to like watch this movie and it needs to be in english and it's like yeah, well yeah, yeah. does it though or so, are you okay watching I'll, it? i'm gonna
0: i'm this isn't a devil's advocate thing but i'm just gonna say the the academy awards although they're like the biggest awards in film it's the american academy of motion picture arts and sciences right it's it's american mm-hmm. so uh, it, to me, it's like expecting the Academy Awards to embrace foreign film as mainstream is like expecting a cow to quack. You know what I mean? Like the th- cast so-
1: of Parasite won Best um, Ensemble Cast at yeah. the SAG Awards.
0: Yes, I no, I'm not saying that that the movie doesn't deserve recognition. What I'm saying is that we need to take the Academy Awards and we need to lower them in our estimation. And take things like the Golden Globes or the SAG Awards and bring them up and make them higher profile Mm. because those awards shows are made up of bodies like the Golden Globes is the Hollywood foreign press. Right. So that's everybody. That's 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 all opinions. The American Academy is the American Academy, and I'll, like there are there are yeah, people but seg who aren't is, American. SAG
1: is American, is it okay? Like SAG is the Screen Actors Guild, which is an American but guild.
0: Uh, like my my point is just that if you if you're creating a body of of voters that are primarily a homogenous group, mm-hmm. they're not going to necessarily recognize something that's outside of their homogenous group. Right, like and expecting that to happen is uh, awards shows are are like putting that much stock in them is silly, anyways. Like it's it, it, well, it's it's hard not to like it's you can't get away from it. But I also think that like. It's like when the the when the Academy Award nominations come out every year. Now it's like, oh well, it's just just a bunch of white guys. And it's like, yeah, well, first of all, most of the movies are a bunch of white guys, and second of all, the people deciding on the nominations are a bunch of white guys. So like, <coughs> yes, I want those white guys to be a little bit more uh, uh, thoughtful in their in their choices, but also, like I said, like expecting a cow to quack is like that's that's kind of you're kind of putting that on your on yourself like you know what i mean like i don't know if i'm coming across clearly but i mean I'm, it's just it, like i want something that is great to be recognized for being great i just i'm not going to get upset when the cow moves and even though i would rather that it quacked you know what I mean? Like, like let's go to the duck instead and ask the duck to quack because we'll get what we expect. If you, if you expect the Academy Awards to be a homogenous group of white males who are in power to clap each other on the back and say, good job, then you'll never be disappointed by the Academy
2: Awards.
3: Yeah.
0: And when they do actually break out of that every once in a while, you'll be like, oh, thank God. I'm not saying don't put their feet to the fire. I'm just saying, like... Getting upset about it, which a lot of people get upset about it. It's not the uh, the put your energy somewhere else. Cool. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess what my like point was is yeah. very different from that. Sure. So, like, it's more the idea that so the the director, like, what's his yeah. name, Bong um, Bong Jun
0: Ho. I think. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Bong Jun. Who is like Snowpiercer and Oakjaw are very yep. like mainstream movies, and so for sure doing Parasite. I haven't watched Parasite yet. I want to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'd like to see I, it as well. Because
0: Snowpiercer and and uh, Oakjaw are great yeah. movies,
1: and so but the the thing that irks me is people like yeah. without even having watched Parasite are kind of like, well, I'll watch it when it becomes when it's in English. And what I've been... When it's Americanized. Like, like when it's like Americanized. When, when they like when, when they do... Yeah. Like
0: like they did with The Grudge or The Ring. or Yeah.
1: Whatever. And when they make it into something. And so just because I have yeah. such an affinity for Korean dramas, yeah. I've been analyzing what you could Americanize in Korean dramas. And some of them just would never work. And you miss out on such a good story and yeah. such an interesting... Like narrative, if you're yeah. not interesting, if you're not willing to read a like little like subtitle at the yeah. bottom of a screen, and and part of that is like too like understanding other culture and how that works because I mean for example, Secret Garden. I think I've talked about it before, but basically, I have rewatched that drama like a whole bunch of times, and the conceit is that um like a a stunt woman and a and a rich guy switch bodies. And that conceit only happens like six episodes in, and it's only like a like a 20 episode series. So you have to, mm-hmm. you have to, oh I think it's actually less than 20 episodes. but the it's actually about their relationship and those two characters. And I don't think that it would be as endearing or work if it was Americanized because a yeah. lot of the conceit, Relies on his mom being overbearing and him being a child, like him, like being the v the the head of a department store because his grandfather owns the. And it's like that that can't really be Americanized because it's very, that it's very culturally it's very culturally ingrained, ingrained yeah. and like the core conceit yeah. of that is also that his cousin is like a Korean pop star yeah. and what is implied by that and that dynamic only works because of those roles that they take up. So it's just like really interesting to me now that I'm like thinking about media stuff that I get really like high and mighty where I'm like, well, I'm, yeah. I want like other people watch it, but I also don't watch telenovelas. Like I don't watch, there's yeah. all this media that I don't consume yet. No. I, and it, it would just be interesting. I,
3: it,
0: we talk about diversity. We talk about representation yeah. a lot. And we talk about this sort of thing, but that's not to say that like everybody has to like every type it's like, um, like, like, Uh, I like black comedies, right? Like there's a whole, there's a whole industry around like the Tyler Perry type of movies and not just Tyler Perry. There's like there, there's a whole other Hollywood out of Atlanta that makes these films and they're hugely successful and they get wide releases and they make a lot of money, but like they are, they are about a very specific uh, like cultural background and sort of like family dynamics a lot I
2: do, of time. Do I, clarify. Just can't, I, I just want to clarify.
1: Yeah. Black comedy is a very specific kind of comedy that like British not, farce. Yeah, but no, no, I, it took but me I, a minute to yeah. realize. So I made like a, a reaction because uh, like it had to do with like me not liking farce. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, so I just want people to no. realize I didn't realize that you were talking about comedy. Like, African, <laughs> like African-American, African-American like Black culturally comedies. based comedy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And it's not that I'm like, oh, these movies suck. Obviously they don't, they make a lot of money and they're like, like critically acclaimed and mm. like culturally relevant, but I don't watch those movies because just for me, uh, I, I living in Vancouver so far removed from that culture, uh, cause it's more of like a Southern American uh, sort of culture. Uh, it's, it's so foreign to me that like a lot of the time the jokes don't, they don't play right so it's just like it's just not it's just not as enjoyable for me but like that's okay it's okay to to be like that's that is for a specific audience yeah, some media is not I'm made not for everybody yeah. like it's
1: like you but there, then like you, i you love japanese your target, stuff, yeah right? you find your target demographic and you go yeah. after it and yeah i mean so, I like, guess, a, yeah, it's, a it's, really yeah.
0: great example of something that was americanized but that isn't americanized americanized is the lita which i've been i, oh, I yeah. told you to watch like i just watched it a couple weeks ago and i love it mm-hmm. it was so good and one of the reasons why it was so good is because it is unabashedly anime like the like i think a lot of people went into it expecting a cookie cutter american film and that's kind of what the trailers made it out to be and then it's actually like it's it's very slow paced at times right it's, it's very like, like yeah. it's not a three-act structure um they cram like three it's movies worth right. of stuff into one movie that like mo like most american movies would take a trilogy to tell this story and they're right. like no, no we'll do it in one <laughs> um and it's like but it's robert rodriguez who is a mexican director right like so um and that's one of that was one of the reasons, like I didn't realize that he had directed it until after I finished watching. It. And then I looked and I was like, Oh, Robert Rodriguez directed this. No wonder it's so good. Cause he is such a prolific, incredible director. Um, and yet it is like, it's a Mexican director. <laughs> Granted, Robert Rodriguez has done a lot of American stuff at this point, but, but culturally like that's his background, right? Um, like he came up with Guillermo del Toro, uh, he came up with Goemon. No, over. like they came up in the industry at the same time. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I get what you mean. I was like, "What?" <laughs> like he's the one. That like, like they're
0: they're they're contemporaries, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And yet, like, and then it's this is an American film, but the source material is Japanese, and it's 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 very um. I, it's not very true to the source material in terms of like the story beats. It it definitely reinterprets a lot of stuff and it puts it into a movie instead of a a manga or a longer anime series. Oh, he did but, Sin City. Yeah, nice. but uh, but but it's very true to the essence oh, of he the did Japanese spy storytelling. Kids. Yeah, he's a he's a great director. I mean, like he's 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 one of Hollywood's best directors. I think. Um, and uh, but it is very much like. I th- it didn't. It's not gonna connect with everybody because it is very much anime. And if you don't like anime, you might not like this. <laughs> if you don't like anime, we can't be friends. No, I'm well, not. I'm kidding. <laughs> if you don't like anime, we can't. But
1: everybody be friends. should watch Oran High School Host Club* because there you go. It's the greatest. I
0: don't. I haven't watched that.
1: But, <gasps> but don't. Is that live Don't action? watch it dubbed. No.
0: It's a. It's anime. It's like, anime. It's, yeah. Okay. Um, don't
1: watch it dubbed. It's terrible. I don't understand how people can watch stuff dubbed. Like, you know,
0: some stuff it's uh, it it's okay. Some stuff some stuff is fine to watch it up, but I,
1: I mean, yes, very. Don't do that for one high school host club. Um, but if you like, if you are a young lady and you like yeah. you like, it's basically a reverse harem drama. It's so great, where a young like a girl at high school joins like a host club, and so she like d- disguises herself as a guy. Yeah, and so she's just surrounded by all these pretty boys got pretty boys and they like run a host club so it's like a maid cafe except men <laughs> it's so great okay
0: i believe <laughs> like you. there's
1: twins and i there's, believe like, you the my, i look for more
0: like like spider robots <laughs> like, and uh and 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 ninjas there are no like spider that robots <laughs> in, in my anime so um yeah Uh, that's not really it
1: might not be up your alley it's that's not (laughs)
0: totally fair because like one of my favorite series of all time is rama one-half which is technically about kung fu (laughs) but it's not about kung fu at all it's about it's about teenage high school drama
3: um
0: have you ever watched rama one-half no. You must have. No, Ryan's
1: never made you watch Rama. <laughs> no, that
0: seems like something. There's some that stuff he that
1: maybe, love. maybe I was told to watch it and just never did. Sure. I'm terrible. I mean, you know that I'm terrible yep. at actually falling through. I still have your Friday Night Lights DVD somewhere. Oh really? <laughs> in my like the box set. I feel like if we go over the course of eight years, if you ever recommended something to me, I probably watched about 25 percent of the things. <laughs> that or in the podcast. instance of
0: Clone Wars, none of it.
1: Oh, uh, no, I haven't? started. I have started watching it. How remember? many episodes in are Uh, Like four.
0: Yeah. So you got to get further than that before it's going to like click. I know because it's not Anyways. clicking. Okay, right. Let's do are we Are we ready late. now? Yeah, I think let's, we're ready let's, now. Let's,
1: yeah. Let's so do it. So you
0: guys let us know because this is it. This is it. Like, li- Listen, we're about to record Quiver, but the way that this will be edited, this is the last thing I'm ever going to say on Quiver the Green Arrow podcast unless I do a guest spot at some point in the yeah. future. But that's it. Crazy. This is it. Bye everybody. Bye.
1: Quiver all the way.
0: Do I should I say stay sharp arrowheads?
1: Oh, <gasps> whoa.